friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This is a Fort Worth podcast about our community's creators, and you can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Just look for Fort Worth Roots. You can also stream us off of our own website, Fort Worth Roots. Dot com and on all the social media platforms, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, just look for Fort Worth Roots. It's repetitive, but it's easy to find. Quick shout out to our friends at Squad STX. This is an overnight all-boys camping ages 10 through 16, designed by Army Infantry Officers as an alternative to organizations like Boy Scouts. You can check out all their information at squadstx.com. They hold all of their events in Glen Rose next to Dinosaur Valley or in Dinosaur Valley. Again, that's squadstx.com. Get your boys outside. Before we get started today, I just wanted to give a very sincere thank you to everybody that's been coming out to events and stopping by the Fort Worth Roots booth. Um, I don't know that this is a typical thing. I don't see it happening a lot. But what we've been doing is going out into the community, setting up a pavilion, uh, a table, and uh, bringing the roadcaster with us, trying to do some recordings and taking some pictures with folks next to the banner. Um, Just trying to get out in the community, engage with people here in Fort Worth. And we've had people come up to us uh, very frequently and say, we're, we're listening to your show. We really like what you're doing. Um, and then we try to wrangle them over to the banner and take a picture with them. Um, it, and, and whenever something like this happens, somebody runs up and says, hey, I've been listening to your show. I have trouble believing them. <laughs> but um, a further investigation reveals that, yeah, they have, in fact, been listening to the show and they didn't have me confused with somebody else. Um, and that's just that's a wonderful feeling. So um, to anybody that's been coming out to these events or just caught me in public and, and told me that they were listening to the show, thank you very much. You have no idea how much that means to me. We will be doing more events. Uh, I do not have a schedule put together yet, but I am going to work diligently on trying to put together a uh, running schedule on where we're going to be, what's going to be going on, and um, try to keep everybody informed and give you plenty of time to plan a trip out to, to one of these events. So far, we've done three big events big events to us anyway the first one we did um, was supposed to be the the river oaks spring fest car show but in preparation for that we got invited out to the psychedelic panther festival Uh, this was an event put on by joe guzman the singer songwriter for the local fort worth band flow state and now the ceo and founder and owner of psychedelic panther uh, so we got invited out there. This this was kind of put into works by Joe himself and uh, Tristan Morris and Matthew Broyles, who wanted us to come out and do a recording with Apuk the Destroyer. And this set into motion um, a lot more than, than what we thought we were getting into. Uh, the owner at Mass uh, invited us out to set up a full 10 by 10 pavilion and make a full day out of it. We got there about uh, we got there about one o'clock and ended up staying. The duration. I think we started packing up around 10 o'clock that evening. And as a result, we got to interact with a lot of really awesome people and a bunch of good bands. And that's what today's episode is about. Um, And we also did a third event. If you're following us on social media, you saw this craziness. We got invited out by a gentleman named Royal who was putting on a show out at Whiskey Garden. This was supposed to be the opening event for a uh, running series of bikini pool parties uh, that they're throwing out there, and I and I knew Whiskey Garden. I'd been to Whiskey Garden, and I felt like it might be a little out of place for Fort Worth roots. But I was excited to get invited, so we went ahead and did the thing, and uh, 
turned out to be really cool. We, we had people coming up to us and, and telling us that they've been listening to the show. And honestly, I thought it was a little bit outside of the demographic for, uh, I thought that the podcast was outside of the demographic for the people that were at Whiskey Garden, but I was wrong. And these folks, had, some of these folks had already uh, heard of the show and had been listening to it. And now we've, uh, we've probably got a few more listeners from, from just getting out there and engaging with the public. And that's, that's what it's all about. But again, today's episode is about the Psychedelic Panther that we went to. And this was the first event for Fort Worth Roots, and I am learning a lot, um, especially in post-edit. And so just understand that this is a work in progress, me going to these shows and trying to figure out exactly how a podcast fits into this scene and what we should be doing and what we should not be doing. As we enter a new segment with a new artist um, throughout this episode, There'll be a quick little break. I'll tell you who we're talking to, what they're about, where they're from, what they're doing, and then we'll go into the episode. So bear with me on this. I'm going to try to get as close to perfection as manageable, but um, thank y'all for being here. And this festival was held at Mass or Main at Southside. It was a three-day event with 29 bands on two stages, and it really was awesome. I talked to the owner at Mass. Um, I talked to Joe Guzman. I talked to some of the artists. And everybody was just absolutely floored at the turnout. And that's because of people like you, listeners to this podcast and the 20 other podcasts that Joe went on to uh, advertise for this thing. And that's because Joe just had everybody excited about what we were doing. Man, it's year one. It's going to be awesome. Uh, The psychedelic music genre doesn't really get much attention in Fort Worth. Let's really get behind this. And everybody did. So a big thank you to everybody that was involved with this. Okay, so our first guest up is going to be Lucas Peterson. This is our good friend and repeat guest. He's been on the show multiple times. I dragged his ass across Texas from Plano to Fort Worth. Uh, To me, that sounds like a really long distance. To most people in Texas, that sounds like uh, uh, going to the grocery store. We have to drive uh, really far everywhere we go, it seems like. But Lucas made the drive down. He uh, operated kind of as my guest co-host and... Uh, manager he kept me on track and helped me watch our station and uh, it was just really good to have this dude out so we start this episode out with Lucas Peterson we're just kind of jaw jacking talking about the event chasing squirrels in our conversation and then our second guest is Jeffrey Friedman with the band Uncle Toasty and Mean Motor Scooter they were out there playing and uh, killed it third recording is with James Benjamin Maker and John Thummel these guys were the creators of the Pantherhead uh, logo or structure located on the main stage behind the uh, behind the bands. These two geniuses made sure that each one of the bands that went up had their own individual laser show uh, on the Pantherhead. We're going to go into great detail about that, and I'm going to give you a little more information before we start that episode or that segment of the episode. I'm really struggling with this multiple guest thing, but we'll get through this. And then the fourth segment is with Joe Guzman, of course, the CEO, founder, manager, and uh, creator of the Psychedelic Panther. And uh, now a good friend of mine and an incredible artist for the band Flow State, and he will be the fourth episode. And then the Joe Guzman recording goes right into Picnic Lighting with Cameron Thomas, John, and Cole. It's a local band uh, that put on a hell of a performance on the outside stage for us. And then we tie it all up, our sixth segment of the show, again with Lucas Peterson just kind of jaw-jacking and talking about the event. And uh, Lucas, I can't tell you enough, buddy. Thank you for coming out and just helping me. It's, uh, it's, it's not unmanageable. I can do it myself. But I promise you, having somebody there uh, makes it a 100 times better. 
And uh, having a good friend like Lucas there makes it a thousand times better. So thank you for being out there, buddy, and helping me kind of manage everything. There is going to be a lot of information inside the show notes, but this really was an incredible event. Joe Guzman, congratulations, my friend. I know that you put a lot of time and energy into this. I'm so glad that it went well for you. And again, a big thank you to everybody that was involved with this. Joe Guzman could not have done this without the help uh, of our artistic community, our musicians, our uh, our vendors, and of course, the very helpful and, and very energetic staff at Maine at Southside. And before I forget, I also want to give a big special shout out to Jessica Waffles of Waffles Weekly for coming out and taking some incredible pictures and sharing that with the public and uh, making sure that this got some more media attention. There were several uh, publications that put out information about this, but, but Jessica was also nice enough to include Fort Worth Roots podcast in her coverage of this event. So just wanted to give her a special shout out and say thank you for, for doing that for us. Um, I know everybody really appreciated uh, having you out there, Jessica, so thank you. I did save Apuk the Destroyer for another episode. You won't have to wait on it. You can roll right into that episode if you want to, but this one is going to be in excess of two hours, it looks like, so hold on to your britches. Hope you packed the lunch. Thank you all for being here. Let's start the show. Red for Red record. For record. And we're live from the Psychedelic Panther event happening at Maine at Southside in Fort Worth, Texas. I've got my uh, longtime friend, uh, multiple reoccurring guest, and super fan of the show, Lucas Peterson, here with me today to kick off the uh, recordings, the slew of recordings that I hope to get done today. We'll see how that goes. Where's the applause? Where's Where's the, the, let's see if I can Come get on. it. Oh, that's, that's the laughter. Hold on, hold on. No, that's... What, you should know this, Lucas. Okay, never Lucas. mind. <laughs> well, that's fitting. It's not the... There we go. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Thank, you, thank, Lu- you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Leave it to Lucas to want to use the buttons on the soundboard. People hate that. What? No. I haven't used it in a while. Maybe people are okay with it now. Yeah, I, I like I like playing with the buttons. <laughs> uh, Megan would approve of that, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going there. <laughs> Sorry, Megan. Um, so what do you think about the booth? We've got this uh, very fragile sail of a structure strapped to more sails. Yes, <laughs> but it's cool. At least it's not windier. It's actually a pretty nice day out Com- for Texas. Compared to what we've been experiencing lately, this is not bad. We were trying to put up that uh, structure over there, that giant panther on a sheet. And uh, it's, it's the backdrop behind the stage if you're looking at the YouTube video for this broadcast it's over there on the stage you can see they're bringing in the drums and stuff anyway that thing almost did not make it up all the way because it was so damn windy but yeah. uh, it's not that windy to your point no like it's been windier uh, shoot wasn't there a day the other Either this last week or the week before, it was super windy. Yeah, it was. It was I'm on the ridiculous. at work. I'm on the 18th floor, so when it gets really windy, we just watch the um, the blinds, not the actual blinds sometimes, but the strings. Uh-huh. They'll sway. Oh and no! You don't feel it, right? But you watch the blinds, and then you're like, oh, is that not? Creepy? That's weird. <laughs> kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good thing the building moves. So. It is a good thing, because, and I didn't know this until not too long ago. But structurally, those buildings have got to move a little bit, otherwise they'd be too rigid and they'd break. Yeah, 
Exactly. How wild is that? Yeah. So, 18th floor. Yep. You get some uh, some good looks at the traffic outside because you're in Dallas proper, right? Yeah. And uh, apartment fires and all kinds of crazy shenanigans. Yeah. I almost didn't swear, and then I was like, "It's on Fort the Worth roots." Yeah. I was like, "What? The? Yeah, whatever." Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was holding. That back. does hang people up, and and so sometimes if I if I uh, hear somebody kind of struggling with their words, like you can tell they're trying to censor themselves. Yeah, I'll go ahead and drop an f bomb just so they're they're okay. They're they, they know it's okay. Yeah. yeah. This is the safe safe place. We're in the tree of trust. Tree of trust. Cir- circle. I don't know. Do you like a box? I don't know. What do you want? I offered you a tree. <laughs> when I when you say tree of trust, what's the name of the tree in um, Avatar? Uh, God, man, curveball. Pop uh, quiz. Shit. I don't know. Do we, we never have a structure? No. Every time we talk, it's always all over the episodes damn place. with Lucas are pretty damn random. Yeah, we squirrels. We, we get after those rabbit trails or rabbit trails. <laughs> yep. No, we're right on seventy five. So yeah, we watch like all the traffic on seventy five going north and south. See all the accidents. Uh, my coworker Nick has like a big spotting scope on really? a tripod. Oh, I would definitely have at least some binos, man. <laughs> it's awesome. So thank you for driving all the way out here. This was super spur of the moment. Thanks for the invite. Nah, shit, yeah. Um, I invited a few other people we'll see if they show up but lucas i knew i had that in the bag man i knew you'd be here thank you <laughs> thank you so much looking Worked awesome well. as usual which uh is this your eighth pair of boots you got on here looking this pretty, is the first pair looking man. pretty fresh yeah. what, what are you up to now though because still just two. Oh, okay but you got like another pair on order or one, uh, one, i got one another. in your cart no i got <laughs> i got <laughs> two in mind yeah yeah did you because you came down about what three weeks ago you and Megan, we went down to the stockyards, and we went to at least five different boot shops. Did you buy anything that day? Uh, no, uh, but I went to... That helped me find what I wanted. That's right. Yeah. So I, I, w- I almost wore that pair I bought the next day, but I bought it at a different vendor. I bought it at Boot City just because they had them. Yeah. So I was like, okay, but that place, I'm still kicking myself. I'll go back because the pair I tried on, I don't know if you remember, but they were really light tan. Uh-huh. Those things were so light. <laughs> They were so comfortable, and I'm like, why did I not just buy them? Well, I will go back there. And in fact, I was thinking about leaving early today and going there first. Okay. And buying those and then coming over, and then I was like, no. I'm not going to the stockyards (laughs) just to go buy a pair of boots. That is way too much work. I mean, some people like to buy, you know, some people like to spend top dollar for everything they own, and so... Why shouldn't you get your boots at the stockyards? Well, th- yeah, they're the same price online. But you know so. what? It, for, for somebody that, and, and I don't mean this offensively, and it's going to sound 100% offensive, but you don't know much about boots, so the stockyards is nothing. a great place because they are used to touristy, non-boot-wearing city slickers. Man, I... I guess I feel like I can say whatever I want after I hope you don't take offense. No. <laughs> you can always say whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's probably a really good place uh, for somebody that doesn't know anything about boots to, to shop for boots. I completely agree. And, you know, you do a good job of hailing Fort Worth. And I don't think you spend enough time talking about, like, the great the greatness that is the stockyards. Yes, it's busy. There's a lot of people... I get it, but it's just such a cool vibe and atmosphere down there. We're, I love we're it. We're there all the time. I love it. Yeah. I, yeah. So you feel like I don't do justice talking enough good about it? Is that what you're saying? 
I don't know how. Yeah, I'm not yelling at no, you. No, no, no. I don't know how you. <laughs> it, it's hard if you've never been there. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, and you know, there's sprinkles of it uh, in a lot of the episodes. You know, we had uh, Billy Huckabee. He's the 25 year long running announcer out at the Cowtown Coliseum. We touch a little bit on uh, on the stockyards and what's going on down there. Um, help me out. Who's our uh, the first guy that we interviewed out there at the Coliseum? That's uh, Colin. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Last name's Colin. Ah, I'm gonna have to look it up. Let you know I'm up. bad with names. Well, anyway, we uh, you know we talked to him, and then that was another episode where we talked about the stockyards. Betsy Price, we interviewed her down at uh, the ISIS Theater, so we ended up talking about the stockyards down there, and uh, also a little bit with uh, Jeffrey Smith, the owner of ISIS Theater. I always feel weird calling it that, but that's that's the name. It's it's a historical reference. So, well, you know, because of the terrorists, that's. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't. Need, you know, I, I shouldn't I even never, make that connection. No, I didn't make that connection until you just did. Well, I was, I was deployed twice. Yeah. So, okay. Fine. And uh, well, anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it comes up quite a bit the stockyards, and uh, I uh, maybe I should talk more about it because it is an incredible um, experience down there. I mean, that's that's the best way to to describe it as an experience because it's more than just a collection of shops. I mean, yeah. There's a cattle drive twice a day right down the the middle of the stockyards on exchange uh there's a uh there's a shootout they got cowboys down there that uh put on a, a show for you and uh before we go any further the the episode i was trying to remember with uh, mr cullen it's clayton cullen and he is the director of event operations out there at the cowtown coliseum oh we got a guest well How she found you? a koozie <laughs> hey, Lisa, thank you. <laughs> Woo! Wow. Well, it's early. The sun's still up. We are at, let's see, uh, is, uh, we're at 14, 15 hours. Uh, it's 2.15 p.m. Texas time. Oh, my gosh. That was great. That was. We love you, Lisa. Shout out, Lisa. If you're listening to the Fort Worth Roots podcast and you can, you can uh, look back on this moment, thank you so much. There for you go. coming to the Psychedelic Panther and for being a part of our show. Thank you so much, Lisa. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to shift you back to the stockyards because oh, okay. <laughs> you, you were talking about like me going down there and getting the boots and stuff. That's the place. You remember? That's where I got my hat. My first hat. Yeah. All uh-huh. right. Well, I don't know what we can expect today, but I tell you what, it's already a win for me. We got the... Nice. We got this thing set up, and this was all kind of pieced together for the uh, upcoming event that you're exhausted from hearing me talk about, April 30th, our uh, River Oak Springfest Car Show. Where is it, Andrew? Uh, It's over there at the beautiful Camp Carter, and the address (laughs) will be in the show notes. Actually, it won't, because this is going to be released after that event. Oh, okay. So, to our listeners, I hope you made it out to the... There you go. Uh, the, the first annual Spr- uh, River Oak Springfest Car Show. Consequently, we are at the first annual Psychedelic Panther event, and uh, I'm excited that we got to be a part of the first one. Right. Cheers. I hope they didn't get lost on their way to find it. Shout out to Matthew Broyles. Uh him and Trista Morris. They're here. Uh, he's going to be playing with Apuk the Destroyer. They flew people in from another country That's to crazy. play. And um, shout out to Joe Guzman. Uh, Joe Guzman is the curator of this entire event. A really excellent dude. He was on stage last night and melted my face off. It was incredible. 
Is he playing again today? Yeah, I think. Well, I don't, know. I don't know. I would assume though. I think yeah. he's. I think he's going to be playing every night. So that's going to be that's going to be good. I he hope you, I hope you get to stay, man, because it's it's there's so much good shit. Yeah, I'm going to hang out. So I got to you got to do like a you know at least a two or three to one ratio right. on the, the drive to. If you stick around, we're going to record more later. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. See ya. See ya. All right. Our next guest up for this upcoming segment is Jeffrey Friedman. He's a guitar and vocals for Uncle Toasty. He's the drummer for Mean Motor Scooter. You can find them at uncletoasty.bandcamp.com on Facebook. It's Your Toast. Uh, apologies for all the background noise, but that is going to be part of these festivals, I think, uh, unless I upgrade the studio. So uh, we got some passerbys, some, some patrons of the event that walk up on us and start talking during these recordings. We got the generator in the background, but uh, we're making do, and I hope it's not uncomfortable to listen to. Um, this is uh, this is a thing that I'm, I'm trying to work out, so you're, you're part of that process. You're seeing it kind of unfold in front of you, but uh, we'll find ways to make this better and flow better, um, but we're just kind of experimenting right now. Uncle Toasty plays Thursday, July 14th at 8 p.m. in Deep Ellum at Three Links. Doors open at 7, and it's $15 at the door. All right, without further ado, let's give it up for Jeffrey Friedman. When the music starts, it will be too loud. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, these, uh, these are really great for, like, non-studio environments uh-huh but when that music starts up it's a bitch it's it's pretty good sound though so tell me about some uncle toasty um well where would you like to start what would you like to know dude tell me your name first and last again uh jeffrey friedman jeffrey friedman and what position do you play in the team that is uncle toasty i guess you could consider me the storyteller the idea master you're the front man front frontman Frontman, yeah, the front frontman. I uh, I cut out about ten o'clock last night, so I missed you guys. But I wanted to make sure that I had my head right for today, because at the last minute they dropped it on me that they wanted me to come out and like set up a full ass station out here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard the conversation, but like that uh, little break area over there, the smoke pit, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. Uh, on the front side of Mass, I was like, ah, I can just put my thing here and we can record with people. And he's like. I don't like that idea. I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> and here we are. But you know what? He's right. Like, he had an idea for this event, and that would have actually been 100% terrible. This is way, way better. Yeah. I, I You know, um, I'll tell you what, though. Um, what, what Joe Guzman has set up here, it is a hard endeavor. Oh, yeah. Um, no, this is not for the weak-hearted. You know, one of my band members tried to set up a festival before and it was it was rough yeah and the only the only people who really showed up were the other musicians yeah and you know they come and they go you know and um there were musicians that uh i paid out of pocket who demanded more money who oh, were uh, you know heroes of mine <laughs> who are who were in bands that were heroes of mine yeah. and, um, you know and this you know particular individual complained about you know yeah, 300 is not enough. And it's like, that's what we uh, agreed over the phone, you know. And well, yeah. Apparently, you Sorry, know. Sorry, buddy. Well, yeah, that was, should have been written, <laughs> written down somewhere instead of a phone conversation. So that was, you know, Well, was in Texas, bad. in Texas, a verbal agreement is binding. Is it? It is. See? I'm sorry to tell you that now. Yeah, you know. <laughs> this, this particular individual was, uh, he was, 
he was in a pretty well-known band and you know but like not in that band anymore and yeah you know where are your people at yeah, and i'm sure. like well where are your people at you know like <laughs> so what they got going here is um pretty pretty awesome yeah it's uh no it turned out great and it, joe really put a lot of and it wasn't just joe but it started with joe yeah and uh they've worked their asses off to make this a success and i i think we can mark this as a success this has been yeah. a pretty good turnout yeah and you know the the, the bands actually you know use utilize social media to you know get things going and, oh yeah you know joe was on like 20 podcasts yep <laughs> yeah that's the move. It was on our bassist's podcast as well. Jerry Jones Town Massacre. I was yeah. just talking to Joe about this. Yeah, yeah. And I had no idea. So you, you don't you don't partake in that. You're not, you're not participating in the, the podcast. Huh? No. Um, <laughs> we, uh, Uncle Toasty has, um, uh, Mean Motor Scooter has. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm in no way uh, in, in uh, a part of that team. Now, are you part of Mean Motor Scooter as well? I am. Okay. You're also the storyteller for that one? Um... No, <laughs> I'm actually uh, I'm actually in the back for that one. I'm playing the drums. Oh, um, nice! So that that's that's more um, a totally different animal. That's the anchor, man. Yeah. Gotta have that. You know, um, we have what we had for a while when Uncle Toasty started was oh this is just this is just me motor scooter Mach two and it it really you know like had me clarified you know no these are two different. Entities, right, right. two different monsters, if you will. So, do you, it's, are you, are you the only crossover, or are there some more Uncle Toasties in Mean Motor Scooter? Um, in Uncle Toasty, we have Sammy, okay, and Joe. Sammy's on what? Sammy, Sammy, and Uncle Toasty is on guitar. Joe is also on guitar, and you have me on guitar and vocals, and we're the, we're we're Mean Motor Scooter. Okay. And um, so, yeah, we. Mean Motor Scooter is in Uncle Toasty. Okay. Um, and uh, Mean Motor Scooter has some plans coming up, uh, shows coming up, starting back up with that. Probably going to maybe have an addition yeah. here pretty soon. So, so how do you differentiate yourselves? I mean, because these are two different entities, and how, so how do you... How do you promote that how do you how do you keep those two separated well other um, than name of course i think it just kind of worked it worked out that way um especially because the names are totally different the styles of music are different i think people have have finally caught on to it yeah and uh because bands do that uh, there are a lot of bands that actually do that yeah um you know uh, different projects that they, you know, that they bring in the same people to work on yeah. the record. Uh, well, in I get the studio. it. You, you, if you had an idea and you're like, ah, this isn't really on brand for Uncle Toasty, it might be something. No, oh, I like this idea better for Mean Motor Scooter. That hasn't happened yet, but you know, it might. Yeah. Here and there, or the other, you know, vice versa. You know, um, you know, uh, Sam comes to me sometimes and says, "Hey, I think this would be cool for um, Uncle Toasty," or he'll have a riff that's like. You know, he, he's had a few times where he's come up and said, "said you know, oh, I have a riff that might sound good for Uncle Toasty here." But yeah, we uh, it's, it's always a col it's just a very collaborative effort on both bands. Yeah, but they're both very different, and you have uh, 
Sammy's also a really good st storyteller in his own, you know, right when he's writing uh, for Mean Motor Scooter. Uh -huh. When we come up with the mu music for Mean Motor Scooter, you know, we uh, put our heads together to make it go together, you know. And Uncle Toasty, uh, starting off, it was uh, kind of a free-flowing, like, let's go in the studio and just start slamming down some tracks. And uh, really, it was Mike, my drummer, and I who really got it going, and we tried out a bunch of bassists. It was going to be a three-piece powerhouse kind of band, and couldn't find the right bassists for a while. And we tried out some really great bassists, and some of some of them just couldn't really make the cut, or some. Of, uh, and one of them was just um, going through some, you know, personal issues. Yeah. But you know, and so that's when it, where you know I went to the studio for a mean motor scooter practice and said I just can't find people who want to do this <laughs> and, they, and they're all looking at me like we'll do it yeah. You know, it's, yeah it's like wow okay there you go so that was the inception of the whole thing the creation of Uncle Toasty that's something that comes up a lot in these these conversations with the musicians that the dichotomy of you know just trying to keep everybody on a schedule finding places to gig meeting practice times whatever but there's always this you know, behind the scenes element. These are individuals that have kids and soccer practice with the kids, and they they got a they got all this stuff, this background stuff going on, and it's hard to do that whenever you couple it with, you know, band practice or gigging or or just anything that goes along with, you know, being part of uh, a successful band. It it can be it can be a hassle at times, but um, you know we make it work. Um, there, there are. I mean, there are all. There are musicians everywhere that you know have families and have careers, and um, they make it happen. Yeah, they make it work. It works out. It's doable, but there are some people that can't balance the two. There, that is true. And so that's that's that's, that's probably what makes it hard to find uh, musicians that are qualified to be in your band that that see your mission, want to want to kind of go in the same direction, and are able to logistically handle the schedule. But they're always, I mean, they, um, you know, it's when they, if they want to, you know, um, it's when they want to put the effort in is where, you know, it counts the most is where, uh, there, that there is no, what is the word I'm trying to say? That there, there, there's no hassle. Yeah. No, it's just, it just, the ideas come. Yeah. Um, the guys put effort into writing their own parts, which I very much advocate for Uncle Toasty. Uh, mean motor scooter is a little different because, like, it's 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 more. Um, let's do it, you know, 100% this way. Um, you know, like, what's the word, boss? What are, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, and then uh, Uncle Tosi's more. Mike and I come up with with these parts, and these songs, and these arrangements, and we bring it to the guys and say, show us what you got, and put your art on this thing yeah and that it, it's kind of free-flowing that way and yeah. that it's kind of exhilarating to be like it'd be nice if you guys if you did it like this but you know i'm not going to tell you what to do you know and it's very could, buddhist of you my man <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess uh you know that, that, that's, the, that's how it's been so far and um uh it's nice to also have a record engineer in the band also because uh his suggestions you know like throughout like the last record 
uh, a lot of good change-ups, a lot of good time signature changes, a lot of interesting little tidbits of, you know, it has its own recording style. So, um, yeah, that's 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 Uncle Toasty. That's Man, but, uh, and, and yesterday I, I mentioned this to you, I don't know if you remember, but... Um, I, and unfortunately, you guys went on later, and I was trying to get out of there so I could get some rest and be ready for this thing today. Um, that's my excuse, anyway. I, I'm an old man. Like, I'm going to have to stay all the way for this one. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be so burnt out because at 9 o'clock, the, the, time, the, the clock starts ticking. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for bed. I'm an old man like that. I've always been like that, though. It's not, it's not a new thing. I've been like that since I was a kid. But, right. Um, I got way off track. Basically, what I told you last night was that I haven't heard you guys play yet, but your name has come up constantly over the last couple of months, people talking about Uncle Toasty. So you guys are part of the Fort Worth scene. Mm -hmm. People know who you are, mm -hmm. and uh, you're, you're, making, you're making some waves in, in a good way, I guess. I would certainly hope so. Um, you know, I, I was told by one of, my, one of my band members that he was asked by another musician um, out there in the Fort Worth music scene is like, how did, how did Uncle Toasty, you know, get so popular, you know? And it's like, I wouldn't say popular necessarily. I would just, I would more or less say, uh, um, I wouldn't say popular. I, would, I just wouldn't say that. It, it's just, um, it's local, man. You you guys are you you're locally very popular. We had the we had the time at the beginning of COVID when we made the when I made the announcement that we're going to put this thing together that it built anticipation and up until the end of 2021. So we we had to wait for a while. So we take a picture. <laughs> I was yeah. trying to use hand signals and I had to I had to break character and go for vocals. I got you. <laughs> Yeah, we, we we really did have to we really did have to make a uh, we had to wait for a while. To Hello. Yeah, she's been a, a fixture of this experience. That's Lisa. Oh yeah. She's uh, yeah she's graced her with graced us with her presence for about fifty percent of this. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> hey, it is what it is, man. I'm here meeting the public. <laughs> yeah, Shout out, Lisa. Thanks yeah. for stopping by. Yeah, yeah. Well, are you guys? Uh, is everybody from here in Fort Worth? Where y'all uh, call home? Um, Fort Worth. Is is what I call home. I'm living in Dallas right now. Oh shit! You crossed um, to the dark side, brother. Well, that was because of animation school back in the day, and before that, yeah. I was in Denton. But I was born and raised in Fort Worth. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that counts for something. It does. And you know what? You play here. That's good enough. Yeah. And then there's the. Uh, but yeah, the 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 guys live in Fort Worth. They're Fort Worth fellas, and so it's all. You know, pretty much a Fort Worth DFW group, and uh, yeah, it's, it's what it is. You guys make the circuit, Denton, Austin, Houston. You know, we'd like to hit Denton a little bit more. Um, you know, especially uh, you know, see what Denton thinks about our uh, storytelling, and you know, because we're not, you know, we're not, we're, we're not, you know. Um, Writing about you know like pillaging the towns and being a bunch of being a bunch of you know like Denton might be a little off brand. No, I don't think so. I think that I think that Denton would be able to appreciate if they can hear what the lyrics are. You yeah, know, but you know like you know. Let I me uh, let me help this dude out real quick. What's up, brother? Sorry, I uh, I perform every function here. Receptionist is one of them. Yeah. 
Is that a is that was that another band? Uh, I believe that's the gentleman that put the the the, the Panther the oh, 3D uh, effect. Oh yeah. And I told him I was like, man, that thing is sick. I want to I yeah. want to hear about it. I want to know what's going on there. It was pretty funny. Um, so last night during that Uncle Toasty set. When he put, there was a World of Warcraft, there was a Warcraft three, yeah, failed. Uh, it, the failure, the failure. Uh, what, what do you call that? It was like a yeah. We had the Windows yeah, pop the application up and, and the uh, error like, message. Oh, 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 oh. I was <laughs> like, All right, explain to the listeners what the hell we're talking about because I'm in the dark. It's fantastic. So <laughs> yeah, before we did, a, set, we did a fake out before the Uncle Toasty set. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, before we go any further, though, tell me your name again. I'm so sorry. James Benjamin Maker. How's it James going? James Benjamin. Maker, and this is the creator of the uh, badass 3D. What you? What do you want to call it? It's incredible. It's art. Yeah, yeah. I make a. I make big low relief sculptures. You know, something that fits on the wall and acts as the projector screen. Yeah, and then is the projector behind it? No, no. It's actually. Uh, it's back in the audio booth. So oh shit! Just pointed right at it. It's so crazy accurate. You would think it'd have to be inside of it. Oh yeah, we spent a whole day getting every pixel that's not sculpture uh, keyed out of it. That's nuts. Yeah. Okay, please continue. I'm sorry, but for, <laughs> for this to be a podcast, we had to. I think we define just had, what the hell we were talking about. Yeah, we just had a our sound setup. Went through all that. Yep. Turned around and looked at what was going to be <laughs> happening, and I see World of War, uh, not World of Warcraft, is Warcraft Three. Has failed, failed to load, and was I was that part like, of the presentation, or yeah, yeah. And then I'm we like, blue screened it out, made <laughs> made everybody think that there was a total meltdown. And then uh, I'm over here just oh, like blue screen of death. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna play nice. that game when I get home, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like Warcraft three. I was like, look at that. Oh my god. Yeah. Then we like faded it into this big monkey head moving through a jungle. It was yeah. good times. It was it was pretty fantastic. That's cool. Pretty awesome. It was yeah, a good way what, to start. What you're doing with that is absolutely incredible. This, but you know, Uncle Toasty. You guys with your badass renderings on stage here. Mm. This whole thing has just been mind blowing. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, me and my friend uh, John Thummel have been knocking out looks left and right. I'm telling you, just passing the ball back and forth. Um, he set up this thing where we can like put in any text prompt and upload a picture of the Panther head and have AI produce what's on screen. Like we're running it through artificial intelligence. You so, gotta be so kidding me. It's insane. I know. It blows my mind. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. So you, you're using a program that's thinking for you. A little bit, yeah. You just you give it the raw idea, and then it's like, how about this? And you go, accept. <laughs> is that, is that yeah, kind of yeah. what we're talking about here? Yeah, I get the layers from that, and then we do a lot of masking and other things on top of okay. that. I play with the line work and all of that, but uh, we're, we're generating AI images and putting them into the show. That's sick, man. Yeah. That's sick. Well, uh, yeah, give, give us about five minutes, and then uh, come on back, and let's okay. sit you down and just talk about what your vision is for that. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, Uncle Toasty, we were really excited about that set, honestly. We, we made a big stack <laughs> of looks, and we just picked the cream of the crop and put them in the Uncle Toasty nice. folder. Oh, <laughs> you had your own yeah. folder, bro. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> we, okay. We had some. We had some really great right, members. Go, go get you a drink. Come on back. I will. All right. But if you guys ever want to do like a full-on episode, bring the band out, just talk shop, events you got coming out, whatever. You're gonna drop a single. Gonna drop an album. I Fort Worth Roots would love to have you guys on. Most definitely, and uh, we're definitely working on something uh, something else here pretty soon. So most definitely, we'd love to. Okay. And uh, 
We'll talk mean motor scooter. We'll talk uh, Uncle Toasty. Yeah, most definitely. We could do either or and or both at different times. Get it on the get it on the get it on the way. I think these guys are about to. They are. Get on going, brother. Thank you for dropping some knowledge and hanging out with Fort Worth Roots. All right. Thank you for having us. And yeah, uh, let those let those Jerry Jonestown Massacre people know. We, we listen to their stuff. We like what they're doing. Well, and also, I'll also say, if, if you uh, are available next this coming Friday, this coming Friday, we're playing at Boiled Owl for Arkscott. Oh, okay. 9 p.m. And Mean Motor I, Scooter's going to be playing at midnight. Okay. And I am one to check out Arts Go Goggle, so I'll, I'll see if I can't find you guys. Most definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, all right, brother. Well, hey, before you get soon. out of here, let's take a picture next to the banner, all right? All right. Cool. All right, Jeffrey Friedman, thank you for being on the Fort Worth Roots podcast at the Psychedelic Panther event. I want to have you guys on for a full episode at your convenience whenever you guys get some free time. Uh, UncleToasty.bandcamp.com. You can find them there with all their information and their music. Uh, Facebook, it's at your toast to find them there. July 14th at Three Links in Deep Ellum. Again, they do have a show there. You can go check them out, and you should. Um, these guys are incredible. They played at uh, Arts Goggle also. Um, big big name dudes. Uh, he was being kind of modest in this episode, but uh, or maybe he just doesn't know how popular they are. Um, this next set we got here is with John Thummel and James Benjamin Maker. I did look for the website that they're talking about in uh, in our recording, uh, but I wasn't able to find it. So John James, if y'all are done with that uh, website, let me know, and I can always go back and add the the website link in the show notes. Um, they were the ones that designed the panther head uh, that went on the stage, the main stage inside at Mass for this event. And there's a laser projection system that they use, and it is incredible. Um, Going to need more details about that. You can find them on Facebook, John Thummel, James Benjamin Maker, and see some of the other videos. And then again, once I get the YouTube video up, uh, I did have uh, a few clips of the panther head at work with all their amazing uh, little laser show thing that they got going on. It is really cool. All right. And uh, another big thank you to Jessica Waffles. Let's get going with John Thummel and James Benjamin Maker. And we're live. Looks like it's working. Guys, if you'll put those microphones just as close as you can stand it to your mouth. And how's everybody sounding? Everybody good? I hear yeah. you fine. Awesome. Yeah. That's all it takes. All okay. Right. Sorry. We're uh, Next time I'll bring more chairs. Ah. Our last guest, his ass went clean through the chair and I'm <laughs> probably looking at a lawsuit. So. Oh, no. Cool beans. <laughs> I can stand. I'm all right. Thank you. Just got our picture taken from this lovely photographer. I don't know who she is. Oh, or that's who Waffles she's Weekly waffles. right yeah, there. Yeah, the Waffles Weekly. Yeah, yeah. she'll probably uh, give you a plug as well. Very yeah. cool. What's Waffles Weekly? Oh, it's a great outreach. Uh, she goes around plugging everything local. I'm telling you, um, I mean, she's got her own outreach, and she also covers for KXC a lot. So. Is she part of the radio station? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think uh, we all love KXC. Oh, yeah. They play good yeah. shit. How could you not? Absolutely. Yeah. They keep it real over there, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So for the record, let's say let's say our names. I got I'm John, John Thummel. John Thummel. James Benjamin Maker here. James Benjamin Maker. Guys, thanks for doing this with me. Mm -hmm. I'm absolutely blown away with your artwork. Now, did both of you have a hand in that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We we sort of tag team it, you know. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Ben uh, does a lot more of the, like he created the 3D model from scratch that the Panther head was actually made from. And then yeah. there's a process of turning that into a pattern that's laser cut, you know, and then we assemble this large, you know, yeah. structure and then project onto that. So I can make a very big thing out of cardboard. And yeah. I mean, it's lightweight, easy to work with, and it keeps that structure so fine that I can use the exact same 3D model to decide like where the lines land on yeah. it, you know, and now project you, you, on when it. You, when you say cardboard, myself uh, included, I think most people are going to be like, oh, cardboard, paper mache project, yeah. easy to do. But <laughs> you're, it's not the, just, cardboard's the template, but what you're doing right. requires a machine. What are you using? I use a uh, big, a large format um, laser cutter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, cut it out of four by eight sheets. But the benefit of this platform is that I can take the exact same files and take it to a metal shop. I've done this before. And have a giant ass metal one produced for me. You know? Yeah. Same exact thing, same process, just welding instead of super gluing. Yeah. Now, I, I've heard CCAD. I don't know anything about it, but CCAD is uh, the same process they use for cutting any kind of metal with a machine, isn't it? Uh, yeah, CAD. Um, I use, you know, some combination of G-code. I'm and saying it wrong. It's not CCAD, it's CAD. Yeah, just CAD. Okay. Where did I come <laughs> I up with CCAD? I don't know. You should. You should definitely correct me. I say so much shit that doesn't make sense on the show. I'm sure people are like, oh, thank God. Somebody who knows what he's talking about. You get the uh, <laughs> correction comments a lot. Eh? No, no, but people should. People should correct the shit out of me. <laughs> I, 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 I long for the day where people start calling me on my shit. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> so that works. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when, when did you guys get your start doing this? Did you guys uh, always do this together? Did somebody come up with the idea ahead? No. How did that work out? Actually, uh, he's just in town. He's been helping me make an app that I've been working on. He's a professional coder. He's really good at what he does. Yeah, where are you from? Uh, well, I've been all over Texas, you know. I, I've i spent most of the last 10 years in Dallas. I okay. was in Austin for like the last year. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do a lot of software development and, and we're working on an app for that. And then, uh, I don't know, I heard about, I mean, so we both met, um, we're both what you would call makers at uh, Dallas Makerspace, you know, a number I've heard of years about ago. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at the time, I was uh, chairman of their software development committee. Okay. And uh, I ran into Ben, yep. and he was actually doing sort of what he does. I think it was like a, a polygonal dog at yeah. the time that yeah, I saw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I actually, was like, that's hella cool. Yeah, I put yeah. that dog at the uh, SPCA Bark and Build nice. for um, North Park Mall. Uh huh. Yeah, and we won the competition. So like, we, we also made a large low poly. Uh, doghouse that it went inside of. It was a hell of a project. So is that still on display somewhere? Um, yeah, it's at a place called K2. Um, they do all kinds of construction projects, but it's just sitting in their lobby right now. Now, when the machine gets done cutting the cardboard for you, you still have to put it together. Yeah, yeah. So how long does something like that take? How, how long does it take uh, to put it? A day or two. Okay, so the dog, a day or two? Yeah, pretty much. How about the panther head? Uh, panther, panther head took uh, a day and a half. Yeah, That's I'm, I'm making a time huge. lapse how, of the whole how, thing. How tall is it? Six feet. You are doing a time lapse? Yeah, I'm making a time lapse Dude, of it. Dude, if you would send that to me, Absolutely. I would love to put that on the show. Like, as we're talking right yeah. now for the YouTube version, I could put that in there and let people see what we're talking about. That'd yeah. be fucking awesome. Absolutely, man. Yeah, um, I put it to music, and I have, like, one minute of the construction process and then, like, a minute of uh, lights on it, you know? Yeah. The, I'd, the I'd finished probably, image. I'd probably either subdue the audio from the video or sure. completely omit it, but if I can, if I can make I'll it work... Forget the audio. Some, nah, yeah. nah, I think it'd be cool. I think the listeners would love that. Okay. So, very cool. And where are you from? I'm from Dallas, yeah. Okay. So Grew up in Waxahachie, you? just south of it. Waxahachie? Yeah, you ever heard of that? Yeah. I love Waxahachie. So, Waxahachie and then Dallas? Yeah. 
Yeah. And you're stuck in Dallas now? What's yeah. Stuck. Hold on. Have you been <laughs> to Fort Worth? I like Fort We're Worth. We're living large over here, bro. I do project. I've actually projection mapped on the Omnia Hotel. You know, it's like. What do you I'd mean? Yeah, yeah. What do you know? What do you mean you project mapped <laughs> the Omni? You know the Omni Hotel, the yeah, big, big, yeah. the big ass screen when you drive into Dallas. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's my home turf, man. I've I've gotten oh. to do the lights across that. How do you get into that? My college signed up with it. Yeah, <laughs> every student that I was in class with, actually. Yeah. I, really? Uh huh. Okay, that's really cool. It was a pretty cool that's show. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. We were talking to somebody earlier. I I didn't get it on a recording, but uh, there was a gentleman in Fort Worth named Eamon Carter. Oh and yeah. I can't remember if he was the mayor. I think he was the mayor. I think he mm-hmm. might have been the first mayor. I'm not sure. Don't fact check me. <laughs> but there was a uh, an article, no, uh, a, a part of a story in an author's book that we had on the show. His name's Mark Noble. And uh, the book's called We're for Smoke. And in this, it talks about Eamon Carter uh, getting invited to Dallas for like a ceremony. And this was supposed to be a bury the hatchet, kind of close the divide between okay. Dallas and Fort Worth. Right. Dude, this was 100 years ago, right? right. right. There's always been this feud between right. Dallas and Fort Worth. Uh, anyway, so they had these prominent business leaders and politicians, mm-hmm. and they gave them these ceremonial hatchets. And they probably had dull blades, right? Like, right. just in case somebody freaked out and took it a step too far. Well, anyway, they were supposed to bury their hatchets in the dirt. So everybody buried their hatchets in the dirt as part of the ceremony. Eamon Carter's hatchet, the handle, was showing a little bit out of the dirt, and somebody brought it to his attention. They said, uh, Mr. Carter. You missed uh, some. Yeah, your uh, hatchet, it's still exposed. He said, I might need to come back for that oh later. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there's always been this. Uh, right. I, I think nowadays it's kind of a polite, ah, Dallas, haha, Fort yeah, Worth, yeah, haha. Uh, you know, it's not a big deal. But I mean, they both have such amazing art scenes. I, how, yeah. could, how could you not love them both? Well, the competition between Dallas Dallas and Fort Worth has really enriched both communities. Yeah. Uh, for a long time, we were in constant combat trying to get contracts from the government for right. building aircraft and, and businesses throughout the nation. So there's uh, there's always been a really healthy feud between Dallas and Fort Worth, and it's made both cities better. So Absolutely, yeah, yeah. When Something I to compete I, against really uh, throws a fire under people's asses, you know? Yeah. Well, so when I bust your balls, anyway, it's just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, for our contracts, we don't discriminate. If people from Fort Worth, people from Dallas, you want visual effects, like, you know, oh, yeah. we're all about you it, You want man. a big white sculpture with right. uh, your emblem on it? <laughs> yeah. Well, personally, I've never seen something like that. So whenever I started seeing videos and pictures of what you guys had done, mm. I'm like, shit, man, that that's that's next level stuff. That's right. awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I, it's got the feel of a big presentation, right? Yeah, right. Joe Guzman started this shit off yeah. from scratch. Yeah, it's a grassroots amazing. movement. Amazing. But when I saw that panther head, I'm thinking, dude, this is huge. This oh, is it's a going big somewhere. event. Yeah. yeah. And, and and we want to build on it. And, uh, you know, yeah. it's like we, I think we have something really good here with the with the low relief model and mapping onto it. Yeah. But that's just like one thing, you know, it's sort, yeah. Yeah, sort of the maker mentality. Like uh, we got lots of concepts that we want to run with and grow on and eventually go in kind of like a, a meow wolfy almost direction where, you know, it's uh, we're, we're not just like a one trick pony, right? Yeah. We're, we're just stretching our legs right now. In the last week, me and John, Joe, and our friend Sean Ephraim just uh, put together yeah. a little collective and we're going to be going all over doing the same thing. Man, yeah. that's sick. Congratulations. Yeah. That, that's a, <laughs> this is a cool, cool time for you guys. Woo! Now, I'm didn't you say it. y'all are y'all are putting together a business under this yeah. entire yeah. idea, right? Right now oh. we're calling it media overload, I think, but um, yeah. we'll see how that goes, you know? Yeah. It's going to 
It's going to evolve. It's yeah, it's, it's still in its infancy, which, <laughs> which means yeah. if people need stuff uh, for shows. <laughs> right? Hey. <laughs> so where do we find you? plugging us. Where, yeah, do it. Where do we find you? Yeah, um, absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, we don't have... I, I guess that falls on me yeah, because I'm the, I'm the web developer. <laughs> I'll have a website yeah, up next I week. know, right? <laughs> this, is, this is how in our infancy we are. Well, here's uh, the good I, news. I'm, this podcast will not... This episode will not come out for many weeks. Probably okay. Six, oh, okay. six or seven weeks. Okay. Because I'll I've have had a, a website. Huge Backlog, yeah. so you guys have time. Okay. Yeah. So let me know, please. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah, and no. Then. Web develops my bread and butter. I'll go home and pop, 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 pop. Okay, right? yeah. Put it together. Make sure it's good. I yeah. don't want to see some shitty website. Okay, <laughs> Bruh. Oh no, Bruh. If I'm I'm touch it. it with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it'll right, be done right, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should see my website. Yeah, no, it's I'm very mean, simplistic. Hey, uh, you you do it for that? twenty years, and you know you'll be you'll be great at it. You know. No, no, thank you. I'm gonna leave that to handsome young professionals like yourself. Oh man, yeah, it's not my game. <laughs> Takes a lot of coffee um, and a lot of sleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And some tears and yeah, blood, tears, sweat. There's, yeah. There's all blood. <laughs> there's some blood. Yeah. 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 And yeah. everything you make. Hey, our last guest fell through the chair. There was almost some blood here right. today. Yeah. Right? There you go. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Let's not uh, let's not use shitty equipment uh, so, for our um, guests to sit on. We have a <laughs> event coming up. Okay. Uh, if you can read that. Okay. We got. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. This is going to be May sixth. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no cover, BYOB, 10 p.m. to late. And this is going to be at 3435 May Street in Fort Worth, Texas. It's called Science Cult. Is that the name of the venue? or? I think so, yeah. Um, I just got hooked up with this event, but we're going to be taking the Panther there, I know, and set okay. up some massive monitor walls and okay. projecting so that, all of them. that Panther will live on. Oh, yeah. He's going places, too. Nice. Yeah, now, is yeah, that yeah. going to become the, the team mascot? It's pretty Actually, damn we're sick. making a different mascot. Yeah, yeah. We, oh, we yeah. Wait, this tell him about the, tell him about okay. the TV. I want to hear about this, but I want to pitch an idea to you guys. There is a podcast, and I hope to God they're listening. I'm going to tag them and all that. I might send it to them directly. But it's called uh, uh, Panthers... The Funky Panther. Okay. The Funky Panther I've seen podcast. them around, actually, yeah. Your head in there on that wall looks just like their logo. Really? If you can't find anything else to do with that right. thing, don't trash it. Oh, no. <laughs> Holler at these dudes, because yeah. I know they'd love that thing. Yeah, okay, okay yeah. yeah. That, Could that, be. That's where it belongs. Anyway, okay, story time. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to tell the TV head? Chime in when you want. Okay, I will. You won't be able to stop me. You know, I know. Like I know you. Really manic. Okay. Okay. Go, so go. Um, we're hollowing, hollowing out this tube TV. So it's just a plastic shell. Okay. Putting a monitor. One of the old school, like with the wood yeah, box. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Hmm. We're putting a monitor right in the front of it, and then we're wearing a VR headset inside that shows a webcam out the front, so we can walk around and interact with people, hmm. and like be wearing a suit. You know, we're gonna have this mascot walking around and just okay. be TV head guy. Okay. With all kinds of crazy stuff going on on the screen. Yeah. And, okay. and you don't, you don't even know like how like I don't want to like oversell it and under deliver I try to avoid that but like since we have camera feed running into there right and we're gonna have a microcontroller in there that's like doing processing on that we're gonna be able to do stuff like let's say on the front of the TV I have an eyeball right yeah and right now like I'm talking to y'all right okay and then Ben kind of moves and turns to me the eye will be able to 
over to Ben. He'll like look at you. Like, you know? dude, we're gonna do some yeah. wild stuff with this, dude. Oh, it's okay. gonna be sweet. We're gonna we're gonna make a database of single word video snippets from TVs, uh-huh. and then have text to speech, and have it play the video snippets, so we can say something inside the helmet, and it up. comes out on the screen as snippets and, from and TVs, clips, like, like Bumblebee, like from Transformers. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. talks with that the radio the stations. <laughs> type, type well, that be yeah, fun, dude, man. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's in the works. We're yeah. Yeah. I'm hanging out with like the the Elon Musk and the. Yeah, we just make a living like playing with toys and building things. This is me having day. fun, yeah. man. I got this is, big yeah, we projects were, that yeah. are not part of this art show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I'm I'm extremely excited <laughs> for you guys because what you're doing is incredible. I mean, uh, just based off the panther head and that wall in yeah. there, mm. I still can't really wrap my head around it. Like I've got. <laughs> hey. I guess I should ask you, like, uh, um, so the reason I thought the projector had to be behind the the head, and we've discussed that as a possible. But go on, go on. Well, I just didn't understand how a projector could hit those points so accurately from the vantage point of right. in front of the panther. Head. It's not because easy because it's so precise. Thank you. Yeah, it, it's it's spot on. And and sometimes the lead singer will get in the way and stuff. And uh, I've even talked about because I'm like a stickler for little things like oh. that. You know? I like the shot. I've I even like it yeah. Their face. I've, I but cool. I've even talked about having like a second projector and then camera input mapping where the shadow is and having a second projector map just into that shadow right. to cover it up so that it doesn't. Yeah, yeah you're it a madman. I know. <laughs> I know. That's really I cool. That's I'm, awesome. I'm always a little bit too much. I love your passion. Yeah, yeah, dude. I get really psyched about this type of stuff. Actually, you know, we had another thing for this event, and they shut us down on it. Oh, no. Yeah, they shut. You want to tell them about the TV wall? No, no, it's coming. That'll be tonight. Yeah, we're we're going to get that out here. Yeah, we we have a UHF transmitter for TVs, like old school TVs. Uh Uh And I have like like 50 hours of content called Pirate TV. It's like the the label that we call this content wall collection. And uh, it'll be broadcasting on loop. Yeah, and we'll have CRT TVs stacked up out here and they will all on channel six be able to receive our station of pirate tv that we're broadcasting yeah. and Is it'll be an legal? art installation oh yeah so uh, it, it, yeah, with, within like five or six miles <laughs> also really anybody care. that turns their tv to that channel will also yeah. get it yeah. dude that's yeah. awesome yeah right but yeah. everybody's stuck on channel three watching cape or uh whatever right uh, they, yeah. wouldn't, they wouldn't see it they'd have to know to switch to six yeah right? yeah you'd have yeah. to know but uh but yeah so did you say y'all exciting. are gonna do that here yeah in yeah. just a little bit yeah. we got it all we got it all up. We got that Tahoe over there is full of CRT TVs like, <laughs> to the brim. Like, yeah, like too many. If y'all need help moving it, I'll yeah. help. Okay, oh, yeah? bro. Yeah, okay, yeah, they're they're heavier than I remember. <laughs> no, like, seriously, that's that's part of my function here. I wanted yeah. to help people okay. set up. Yeah. I've helped some people tie down their pavilions because they were flying awesome. away. So I yeah, I, I want to help. Awesome. Well, you know, one of us will be running the indoor show, so maybe you can help us because you know one of us can come outside and help you do that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, thanks, yeah. man. Yeah. I'll see if so, my buddy Lucas can come over here and watch uh, the station. A real brief version, okay, yeah. of this project that we've been working on every day. Like, mm. we took a break to do this festival, but yeah. um, we've been working on this project every day, knocking yeah. it out. And uh, we're basically dividing the whole world into 10-foot pixels as individual NFTs that we're selling to people. And if you own that NFT, you can put whatever you want on the pixel, like a link to your website or a color, and, you know, put your logo across the map. <laughs> so we're selling off 
a virtual representation of the whole world for charity. Uh, yeah, and, yeah and, and as much of the profits, as close as we can get to 100%, is going directly to like, we've compiled a list uh, of these charities where uh, the largest percentage of any donation goes towards what is being done. A lot of our yeah. focus is on like clean water in third world countries and things like that. Shelter. But we've handpicked, yeah. because like I, I, I was a telemarketer for a charity at one point and like people would ask like, hey, how much the money goes to charity? And I have to be like, uh, 11%. Like, yeah. Or and less. Yeah, or and less. that's pretty, yeah, exactly. 11 was like a lot. Uh, red, like, we can do better. Car. Yeah, uh, well, some of the ones we've picked have like over ninety percent. Like these guys are. And don't don't quote me on this, but isn't American Red Cross like the biggest mm. chari- like the biggest outreach program in the U.S. Yeah, great. Yeah, well, they're they're. I think for every dollar you donate to them, ninety percent of it goes to administrative fees. Yeah, oh, I, I believe that. Right? I, I absolutely or, believe or that. Or more. Yeah, no, that probably more. Me, yeah. Sadly, and I don't but, know that, so please right. don't sue me. But I. Yeah. It's right. So like we're that. trying to right. partner okay, with people like Water is Basic or Charity Water yeah. and we're going to set up deals with them where like we fund a specific well. It's like $5,000 a well. Uh-huh. So we sell all of the pixels around that little area for 10 cents a pixel and once all of those pixels are sold and people have put their logos on it, there'll be this beautiful collage of who helped get that well dug. That is incredible. Yeah, it'll look kind of like did you see the r slash place thing on Reddit? No. That happened recently? Oh, that was pretty big. I'm not that connected. Yeah, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I know about it mainly because of this guy. But, yeah, yeah, basically they can color in the pixel with whatever color they want. And people buy large amounts of pixels. They can put, you know, whatever their art is right, on there. Right. It was sort of the same idea with Arch Place. They didn't charge people. But, yeah, it's a, it's a similar concept, pixel art, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So we're about to launch a beta. It'll be up soon. <laughs> I love it. And yeah. I want to hear more about this. Like, you guys are uh, going to... Obviously, going to be progressing and doing different projects as we move on. So please don't forget about Fort Worth Roots. We'd love to have you guys yeah, back. Yeah, on. No, we, we would to love to come back it. on. Please. Honestly, yeah. bro, we got things like this. Like I don't even want to say too many of them because y'all are going to think <laughs> that we're just like we're all about talk and we're not about action. The problem yeah. is, I'm all about action. I'm not about sleep. It's really the, more the paradigm here. So we'll take it as it comes. You yeah, know. It's but, all right. But there's the there's the makerspace one too. But I'll I'll plug that on the next one. There's oh, the makerspace. The makerspace. App. Yeah, he's app. making another yeah, app. I'm working with a guy really well known in the makerspace space industry yeah. uh, uh, Mark Havens uh, he was the principal founder of Dallas Makerspace right yeah. and uh, just for your viewers and stuff a Makerspace uh, is like it's sort of like a gym membership but instead of like workout equipment and treadmills and this and that you have your laser cutters High or you have production yeah, tools yeah drill presses table saws classes on how to use these things yeah. you know yeah. uh, there's another great one uh, that I like better less equipment better people uh, Acme Makerspace it's in downtown Dallas okay fantastic we, we've got a couple of little ones popping up around here. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm it's a like, big movement. Yeah. I'm like a crazed zealot. Like, if you get me talking about <laughs> makerspace, I'm gonna sound like those people who stand on the corner with the Bible. The like, end is near. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm nice. like, it's his religion. Yeah, it is <laughs> my religion. <laughs> it is. I love making. That's really shit, cool. Dude. Okay, yeah. well, until you guys get your website up, Heck please yeah. let me know when you do. Yes, I sir. Will. Where can we find you guys in case? God uh, forbid we don't talk before. Yeah, it's reach up. me on social media, James yeah. Benjamin Maker on Instagram or Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, John Thummel, you can find me on uh, Facebook on Instagram. I think mine's Narcane One Four Two N A R K A N E. That's like my EverQuest handle, like back on all my kids. One Four Two. It's the one um, with the little wizard. So, yeah, good luck. absolutely. <laughs> um, 
should I not plug my my no, phone number on here? I, well, I, hold on. Do yeah. you want everybody to have your phone number? I'll tell you right now. Yeah. I don't tell people my phone number. All right. All right. I, I really want to promote Fort Worth Roots, right, but right. I'm not giving them my phone number. All right. Well, social yeah. media is the platform. All right. Yeah. yeah. Hit me up through social yeah. media if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any yeah. Of them. This brings me some awareness around how we need to have a proper <laughs> channel for this. So, yeah. 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 All right. Well, we'll Perfect. hop on it. I'll try okay. to get it to you before you go to production. Yeah. Yeah. You got a little bit of time, guys. Y'all are incredible. Thank yeah, you, you so as well, much, sir. And thank you for what nice you did for the, you, for the yeah. festival. You too. Yeah, and uh, let me know when you're ready to move those TVs. I'll help you out. We will. Yeah. Okay? Thank you. Awesome. Right. Awesome, my man. All right, John Thummel, James Benjamin Maker, thank you all for your time at the, the festival. Would really like to connect with you dudes and do a full episode talking about the intricacies of what goes into the process um, for your work and uh, hopefully get that website in the show notes whenever they've got that up and running. Really incredible dudes. They've, uh, they've got the right energy, and, and uh, I feel like they got a good path ahead of them. Very creative. Uh, just a little bit of house cleaning here. Eamon Carter, born December 11th, 1879, died June 23rd, 1955. He was the creator and publisher of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. He was not the mayor, and I'm an idiot. And that's another great example of why you should fact-check me and never believe a thing that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> John Thummel, James Maker, thank you all for being on the show. Uh, all right, we got Joe Guzman, the, the, the CEO, the founder, the manager, the, the man that put it all together for Psychedelic Panther. And then we are going to roll right into Picnic Lighting. Uh, I hope you all are enjoying this. I know it is nothing like any episode we've done before. It's a little clunky, a little rough around the edges, but... Uh, also opens up a big door for uh, cr- uh, constructive criticism. So, uh, always looking for your input on how I can make these things better. Mediatefortworthroots.com is the email, and uh, I'll be happy to hear from you. Uh, and thank you to Jessica Waffles uh, for adding us to your coverage. She uh, popped in and took a picture while I was talking to the boys. Uh, John, Th- the men, I didn't mean to call you boys, John Thummel and James Maker. Uh, She took a photo, and it ended up in her coverage of the event. All right, let's get into it with Joe Guzman and then Picnic Lighting. Yeah, I think everybody's just in production mode, man. They just want to come here, and they want to jam. They didn't have time for a podcast, but that's 100% cool. And uh, can you hear yourself? I can, yeah. There you are. We are good, yes. You're on three, and I'm on two. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um but that, that's totally fine. This has turned out to be a hell of an event, man. I think as the day goes on, there's going to be more and more people. But it's already a pretty impressive crowd. Well, I mean, everything's going our way. Uh, there's no rain, you know, yep. and there's no tornadoes. Yep. And uh, uh, people are starting to come in. Uh, the vendors are all here. Uh, just got some delicious brownies from one of the vendors. Hey, uh, move that mic just a little closer. So, uh, yeah. Uh, food's great. Smells good. Uh, lots Where? of interesting things to buy. Where's um, our food vendor at? Um, you, you said there's going to be a food truck? Yes. It's, uh, that's going to be uh, Four Sisters. Four Sisters uh, Vietnamese Cuisine. Oh, across yeah, the they're, street. They're yeah. just across the street. So um, yeah. if the food truck doesn't arrive, they're, they're already making the food over there. So definitely go go check them out um, and, and come check us out and uh, when Picnic Lighting just got done playing an amazing set this is their first time playing the stage in a few years what's the name of the band? Uh, Picnic Lighting Picnic Lighting mm-hmm. yeah they were awesome uh, man you had some killers on stage last night yes that was yes I, and I gotta be uh, 
up front with you. We, we're uh, we're recording, but we're not live. Okay, that's just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been doing live videos today and uh, taking pictures and posting it. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll do everything we can to get some more faces out here. Honestly, Joe, I was not in, in, intending to to set up like this, but this is awesome. I mean, you know, things go better than expected you know like uh that that's the thing about visions and and materializing them is you know other people will take that they'll run with it they'll make it better you know that's what i love about uh, community collaborations and uh and, and just collaborating with people in general you know yeah like it really expands uh your sphere so well uh what have you identified already that you're going to do different or maybe better or bigger next year because we're doing this next year right joe yeah um <laughs> we're, we're going to do this again next year um right now we are uh, right now i'm analyzing uh just um the start times of everything and you know everything makes sense logistically uh speaking um uh, although I, I didn't mind the early setup, you know, uh, I just want to make sense for the venue and, 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 right. and the establishment and the vendors too, you know. Um, I got here kind of late. What time did y'all start setting uh, up? The doors were at one. Okay, but the vendors, what time did they start setting up their shit? Uh, they started setting up at, at 11, 11 a.m. So, uh, do you feel like that was a pretty good time frame? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if we're starting at one, you you got to give them a couple hours of grace period, just just because, you know. Yeah. And even now, like the wind is like picking up and kind of you know messing with some people's jive. Yeah. <laughs> we got a, a painter all the way down at the end that's struggling to uh to hold on to her painting because we keep. Oh yeah, <laughs> over there by the fence. Yeah. So yeah, I uh I gave her some bungee cords, mm. tied down a couple of them to the fence, yeah. uh, the the post. So hopefully that helps, but. Yeah, you know, but like you said, great weather. You know, it's mm -hmm. not raining. It's a uh, perfect temperature. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a little bit of wind. I, I guess we're just going to have to make do, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it turned out really great for, for what I was anticipating. It's, um, yeah, and um, and the bands are great. You know, these guys, the, the outside stage sounds amazing. You know, the, the, the sound guy did a pretty good job. So... Uh, um, inside stage is is always clean it. Um, Phantom Mello played uh, about an hour ago, and and they and they and they brought it. So like, music's on point, atmosphere's on point. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Looking forward to Apuk the Destroyer today. Mm -hmm. That's going to be uh, kind of the highlight for me, just because I I know Matthew. And uh, last night uh, the highlight for me was was your band going up. Thank you. That was so. incredible, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so. you. Uh, yeah, I was I was afraid of the megaphone feedbacking. You know that. Was, yeah, it did do that. You know, kind of kind of threw me off my jive for a second, but uh, you yeah. got right back in it though. Yeah. I was watching you. You have intense focus, man. You've got uh, Navy SEAL training <laughs> quality uh, or, or level of training. What am I trying to say? You did a badass job of just maintaining your focus. That was. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, once you've been through that training, <laughs> but everything else applies. <laughs> I mean, that, that megaphone feedback thing would have blown my concentration so bad. I don't think I'd have picked up my, I don't think I'd have gotten myself back together until the next song. Like, but you, you, you could see it on your face. Like, you were back in the zone within seconds. So, you're, uh, you're obviously used to performing live and having shit come up and then readjusting very quickly. 
Honestly, the reason why I perform with half the time my eyes closed is because I, I, I can focus better. You know, I don't have the uh, distractions from having to uh, look at the crowd and see how many people are there or see if they're enjoying themselves or not. Right. You know, like that's, you know, I, I, I want to do the best I can. And so, so I, I try to focus inward as, as a true introvert does, you know. And uh, <laughs> you know yeah. that, that's that's you know, that's what keeps it together for me. You know, some people like feed off that crowd, and even if it's just one person in the room, they'll they'll, they'll make eye contact. You know, yeah. it's it's hard for me to do that and stay in the zone. So well, and I, I'm not a musician in any yeah. regard, so I I do notice those differences, right? You got the yeah. guitarist up there, and he's he's shaking his head back and forth yeah. and letting his four foot long hair flop back and forth, and he's he's putting on a a show. You know, he's he's got a stage presence, and he's He's doing more than just playing the guitar. Yeah. So, um, it. But and then with you, you've got a shit ton more going on. Like you're, you're, you're set up there with the keyboard and everything. You got mm -hmm. two, three decks. It's two decks and uh, and a vocal controller processor at the bottom. So, um, that's why I ought to have a, a second microphone so that I could talk to the crowd um, just in between songs. You know. Yeah. So it, I wouldn't have to. Uh, put that on standby and cause feedback issues with this you know right try to minimize those but uh it just seems yeah. like you you got to be more focused though because you got a lot more going on it seems like it's a command center like yeah i'm, I'm, yeah. A, I'm like a behind a little <laughs> command center <laughs> yeah. but it makes for a hell of a show i've never seen anything like that which is uh i don't know if that's just telling of my own ignorance but it was really cool to see you put that on thank you and you know uh i part of me wants to like grab a guitar and shake my booty a little more you know per se and then kind of be more more moving with it but i mean I'm, I'm glad that the the command center's there because the atmosphere is you know yeah really what uh what i care about that having that atmosphere in the music and you know and, and those textures you know and ma making it musical you know so i don't like using yeah. this term uh brand like staying on brand but it's fitting for this situation because the the type of music that you're playing along with the way that you present yourself on stage is kind of uh, it fits the brand like it all it all works so I don't think you need to be up there shaking your booty any more than you yeah. are you're doing great thank you it's good to see you. Eugene right or Renee Renee good to see you Renee yeah so uh, Andrew we have picnic light lightning picnic lightning lightning okay uh, well, let's get them on here, man. Yeah. Guys, Joe, thank you so much for recording with me. This event has been an absolute yeah. success, and I'm looking forward to next year's. Uh, me too. Me All too. right. All right, All right bud. We'll you. see you. Joe Guzman, everybody. Buddy, thank you so much, and congratulations on an incredible event. The turnout was amazing, and I'm really excited for you. It's, it's good to see awesome people getting kind of the recognition they need, and Joe is definitely somebody you want to support. Just an all-around good dude. I've, I've spent some time with him on the sidelines, and uh, he's he's one of those people you just want in your circle. So, Joe, next year, let's get ready. Let's get ready for this event now. Let's make it huge. I hope Mass can handle it, because, I mean, with the turnout we had this year, if uh, next year is any bigger, it's, it's going to be a rodeo. I'm looking forward to it. Next group up, Picnic Lighting. Uh, they are part of a genre called Southern Gothic Psych. And if that wasn't a genre before, it is now. Uh, guys' names Cameron, Thomas, John, and Cole. You can find them at picniclighting.net. And uh, these are just some really cool dudes. I, I was checking out their Facebook page, Picnic Lighting. And they're just they're as funny on paper as they are in person. They're just hilarious dudes. They're just having a good time with this. 
uh, and putting out some great music. So check them out, picniclighting.net. All right, let's get going. The way we you want roll. a chair? I'm good. Pass around, whatever. I've been sitting all day. Cool. I think <laughs> I'll stand also. All right, Cameron, right? That's yeah. That's okay. Uh, Picnic Lightning's the band, and gen- the gentleman here on the other cans. Your name is Thomas. Thomas. And I remembered to turn your volume up right before you said that. I saw that. It was smooth. Go me. <laughs> this dude knows how to produce. Guys, y'all killed it up there. Congratulations. Okay. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, how did, well, I, I only say it because it's true. <laughs> I want to be very clear. If you sucked, I'd be like, hey, you know, you got a lot of room to do better. You put that effort out there. <laughs> you guys really showed up. <laughs> I can't see his eyes, but I think he's telling the truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 100%. I like your so, style. Where, how did y'all find out about this event? Um, uh, Joe reached out to us. Yeah. The Goes Man. Yes. Uh, he's been on the podcast. I just did a little brief five-minute recording with him. Joe is one of the nicest people, most sincere individuals I've ever met, and I'm so psyched that he's putting this event on. Um, it seems like it's going really well. Are you, is, is this what y'all were anticipating? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah, there's a lot of great bands on the bill. Um, we walked in, and Fandomello was playing inside, and they sounded amazing and massive for three people. Sound like a huge band. Yeah. They're a great band. A lot yeah. of good bands coming up, too. 29, two stages, and uh, this, this will air. It's recording right now. Yeah. We're not live, uh, but we'll put this out, and and uh, people can enjoy it and get psyched about next year's event. You Hell think yeah. y'all make it to the second annual one? We'd oh. love to. <laughs> nice. I mean, it's up to Joe at this point. Oh, <laughs> Joe. Joe's in, man. Yeah. Y'all have got a permanent seat, I'm sure. Oh, sure. Get so, grandfathered in. <laughs> Are y'all from Fort Worth? Where are y'all from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We live uh, pretty close to here. Uh, me and Cam live uh, down that way. Yeah, y'all, y'all can't forever, see where man. I'm pointing, <laughs> but it's like two miles from here. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And John's close too. He's like two miles from here. Yeah, I don't have a headset for you guys, but uh, let's do introductions. John. Who's this gentleman here standing behind you? This is John. Hey, I'm John. Hey, John. John plays bass. Hey, buddy, I'm Cole. Cole, good to meet you guys. He's on the ground. As Thank usual. y'all so much for doing this. I, I was telling Joe, I was like, ah. He, he was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get guys over here. I was like, well, they came here to rock, Joe. They didn't come here to podcast. So, That's but I, I appreciate y'all giving you me some of all. your time. <laughs> yeah, thank and you very much. Podcasting is awesome. <laughs> like it is. It's something with a the thermos. Yeah. Something How with do they a do thermos. <laughs> what? What no, do you just mean? those great inventions. Yeah, like, yeah. Like a thermos. Yeah. Keeps things, the hot things hot and the cold things cold. And <laughs> how does it know? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I've never thought of it that way, but you're correct. Do y'all have any podcasts that y'all like to listen to on the regular? Oh, we have our own, actually. No Pod- shit. Yeah, Podcast Lightning. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, we went through each song that we're about to release. So we've got a couple of new releases out soon. Uh, Over My Head on May 6th. And okay. then uh, about a month after each one, we've got about five singles. But yeah, there's a, an episode for each song. You can hear all about about, uh, how we made it, what's it about, uh, mostly uh, sticking around, all that good stuff. Now, for the listeners, are y'all on Bandcamp? How do they find your material? Uh, it's mostly on our website, picniclightning.com, okay. um, and you can find us on Instagram. Uh, what's up? Dot net. Dot net. Oh, no, .com works, too. No, picniclightning.net. There you and go. And it's all on Spotify. Like yeah, the Spotify. podcast is, all of our songs are yeah. on Spotify. So, very cool. Uh, well, you, you definitely picked up a new listener and for your podcast, so shout out to you guys. All right, we got three listeners yeah. now. Yeah. Parents, we'll have to sober up. <laughs> <laughs> we should get an ad. Yeah. Or a sponsor. Yeah. Do you guys have a place you uh, regular at? Y'all got a, uh, what do they call that? Um, when you play at some place regularly? Uh, probably this place now. Yeah. Max. I mean, we haven't played in two years. Like, this is our first uh, no dance shit. out of quarantine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Quarantine. Um, and we took our time, you know, practicing and 
trying to get somewhat <laughs> solid and uh we booked this and it put a fire under our ass and yeah. we're happy to be back out there and we're booking shows. We don't have anything at the moment, but we got some stuff in the works. Y'all got a garage or a basement you pl- practice at? We got a space. Nice. Yeah, over off Lancaster. Yeah, we share with Mean Motor Scooter uh, and uh, Uncle them. Toasty. I, I met yeah, they somebody played last Uncle night. Toast. Yeah, they were here last yeah, night. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff Friedman you probably talked to. A tall guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, That's him. He's one of our favorites by far. Yeah, if you can catch him today, he would be a good one to have on. Are they, they're not coming to play, are they? They no, played they last played night, last but night. I think he might be here. So That's yeah, cool, yeah. yeah. I put a bug in his ear. I was telling I slipped him a card and uh, told him he should swing by and do a recording with us. Sweet. Um, here's a, Hell yeah, here's thank some you. cards for you. He just gave us $100. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That You weren't supposed to say that. That was supposed to be on the slide. But, but it's he, in TGI Fridays. He just money. gave us these TGI Fridays $5 coupons. Yeah, you have to spend $25, but you get $25? I don't really get it. Yeah, well, but you, only, you can only get potato wedges. <laughs> that's a bribe. You're not supposed to be For telling $5, people I did that. I thought that. it was $6. Jesus, like, what have I gotten menu. myself into? It's a BOGO. That's what, it's a BOGO. <laughs> Well, this is rad. I can't wait to enjoy these. Yeah, thanks for having us on. (laughs) Guys, thank you all for your time. Um, One more time. Is there anywhere else, social media, whatever, people can find you guys, find your content? Yeah, Picnic Lightning on Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, all the stuff. Picnic Lightning will come up first. Um, So we got new releases coming out soon, but we got some music on there. Uh, All our shows, all that stuff will be on there, too. So Favorite place to eat in Fort Worth? Go. Oh, shit. Ooh, uh, Nonatata. Nonatata? Where the hell is that? Uh, Magnolia. It's like handmade... Italian food and it's unreal. I'm gonna have to try that. You absolutely should. We'll t- I'll give you the okay. offline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him a perfect, gift card, perfect. a bogo. <laughs> Don't you give me back my bogo? That's your bogo. You. Uh, Shadra Meza. Yeah. Say it again. Shadra Meza. Where is that? Y'all know all the places I don't know. Yeah, it's Mediterranean food, just He's over, uh, uh, just off Magnolia. The vegans always know the the neat little niche joints. Dude, I uh, I tried to do vegan for a month, and Spiral Diner <laughs> was like almost daily occurrence. You ate like those it, nachos, if right? If I could make it, I was there, dude. <laughs> yeah, cashew queso was a real game changer to me. <laughs> yeah, you put it on there, you don't even know it's not food anymore. It's great. <laughs> Everything tastes awesome. Uh, you guys are great. Thank y'all for doing this with me, and uh, if y'all ever like to sit down and do a full episode sometime, I'd be honored to have you on the show. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll Sounds it. fun. Okay. Alright. Cam, thanks. Thanks so much. Appreciate Dude. it. Appreciate it. Alright. Hell yeah. Other than these guys snitching on me and totally throwing me under the bus about my BOGOs, picnic lighting was pretty awesome. Shout out to Cameron, Thomas, John, and Cole for giving me a moment of their time out there at the pavilion. Uh, Dudes, I would like to get you a full episode. I'd like to sit down with uh, two or three of you at a time. Maybe we can even figure something out like we did. You, You got a full band there, and I only have four stations i take up one of them we'll figure it out um but thank you guys picnic lighting you guys are awesome their music is incredible check them out picniclighting.net and now we roll into our last recording we just finish it up uh, with lucas peterson who had a pretty exciting day there's an entire story that we'll get into later about how lucas decided to run down the street uh to qt and was almost involved in a very strange event i'm just gonna put that out there it's a story that i need him to tell (laughs) i wasn't there but there was a gun involved (laughs) anyway all right uh ryan higgs man thanks uh for for allowing us to set this up ryan higgs is the uh managing partner out there at mass and uh just a really great dude the entire staff at mass was incredible um they were on it if a problem came up they they had a solution for it within minutes so uh shout out to those guys 
And um, thank y'all for bearing with this. Uh, like I said, it's a learning process, and um, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how to make these events uh, work as, as far as uh, in, a, in a podcast environment. So, But I think, all things considered, this went pretty great, and uh, I got to meet some really interesting folks. So let's, uh, let's roll into those last little shenanigans with Lucas Peterson. But we're going to record because that's what we do. It's a podcast, Lucas. So Lisa, wherever you are, if you're listening to this podcast, thank you so much for uh, an hour's worth of entertainment. We had a a, a new fan uh, shout our ear off. I don't think that woman will ever listen to a podcast. Maybe not. I don't think so. Uh, you never know. And I, I think when she gets arrested tonight, <laughs> the sheriff's department may not give her all the contents of what she had on her whenever they give her back her personal belongings. That's true. So she might lose our card, too. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get Taylor Swift on here. We're meeting all sorts of types of people. Yeah, there's a beautiful woman here that closely resembles the the late, great uh, Taylor Swift. Late, I, great? I don't know why are I you killing late. her I don't too? know. I'm not killing her. Who, who are we killing earlier? Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Yeah, Stevie Nicks is not dead, you said. No. Okay. I don't think so. She's a legend. I just assume all legends are gone. Oh, okay. So, like... Yeah, it's coming through the mic pretty hardcore. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's a little better, but now I can't hear you. Now you can't hear us. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. Nope, still. How about now? How about now? You gotta like eat the <laughs> microphone. Yeah, it's it's pretty loud. That's actually a pretty good level, I think. Yeah. I can still hear you, but. But it's not too loud Damn. in your. I don't yeah. know. It's pretty loud. <laughs> I told him he was like, "What do you need if we're gonna do?" podcast set up for you. I'm like, I just need to be away from the ambient noise as much as possible. So we're parked over here next to this beautiful uh, blue dumpster, (laughs) which is exactly what I asked for. So a minute ago, I was doing a live video, and uh, I was trying to kind of keep the dumpster out of the frame, but it's big. It's very big. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? They're all over. I'm not worried about it. Are you having a good time, man? I'm sorry Hell about, yeah. uh, you know. Nah. <laughs> you don't need to don't be. Wanna, I don't want to talk shit just in case, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't do that. But, uh, yeah, we're meeting some interesting people out yeah. here. And uh, that's okay. I'm I, watching this puppy over here, too. Oh, uh, I met him. He's on the live video. I can't uh, remember his name. Really? It's a little boy. Little baby boy. Bugger. That's great. Great podcast material, I know. But He's cute. He's a, he's a brown puppy. And he is wagging the shit out of his tail. He's a happy dog. Yeah. Hap, hap, happy dog. Just a hap, hap, happy dog. It's a is that tic- a real song? Yeah, it's a TikTok thing. Oh. It gets stuck Are you in- on TikTok? I am. I'm on wow. everything. I'm even on Twitter, but I don't use Twitter. No. I wonder what this shit's going to sound like later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God damn, that's loud. We are... If I do use this for the recording later... I know that guy. He's a photographer. Um... If I do use it later, just so you you know where we're at in reference to the stage, we are way off behind the stage. Like, it should not be this bad. I, I know. We're not even in the, like, audio line. No, not at all. Directly 90 degrees perpendicular. I think I need to look that guy's... Jesus Christ. We're about to lose. You're connected. The Don't pavilion. Forget. Yeah, I gotcha. Is that what they call this thing? A pavilion? Yeah, yeah, pavilion. Pull that away. 
There you go. Shit, dude, I can't. It's heavy, I know. It's got some girth to it. Oh, shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. This is getting bad. It's going to... What's up with this random table that just showed up? I don't know. I don't know. I was wondering that, too. I was thinking, like, maybe they're going to put some chairs there or what? I don't know. I'm going to just assume this post. I might, How about that? You know what? I'm going to join you. I'm going to go to the other post. Take Yeah, get there your I own go. post. <laughs> <laughs> My motorcycle's not doing the trick. Hey, does this make me look like a pretentious douchebag having this motorcycle parked next to the pavilion? Like, no. I'm showcasing this no. Kawasaki Vulcan? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. But, uh, but I know you, so... You know I don't care. It, that, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, whatever. But, so the reason I have it attached to the pavilion is so I don't fly away. And that's why it's parked here and not on the street like it should be. Um, like everybody else with their vehicle parked yeah. down the street, except for the Fort Worth Roots podcast. I rolled, uh, seriously, whenever Morgan showed up with the Jeep, we we drove right in here and people were like, what the fuck? And I, I didn't know. Yeah. I pulled in here and we unloaded the generator and all this shit and then she took off. But VIP, baby. I, I don't think anybody else did that. So a Jeep and a motorcycle rolled into the middle of everybody's shit. I'm sure people were just There's like... a joke there. This <laughs> Oh, yeah. So a Jeep and a bike roll into the event. What's the punchline, Lucas? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, think of someone to offend, but I can't. It's not coming to me. <laughs> You're the least offensive person I've ever met. Well, that's because you've only known me two years. That's true. That's true. <laughs> not enough time to offend. another two. <laughs> you think I should just pack up the banner? I mean, is that... The thing is... I think the banner... Well, I mean, it's not hurting anything, but it's about to fall over, my friend. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe the wind conditions will be better later. That could be. And they I could can, die down. I can put it back up then. You know what I'm worried about, though? Because the way the wind works, as the sun goes down, I believe it's going to get windier and windier. And then eventually it'll calm down after the sun sets, but... We I might, mean, we might be in store for some shit. Possibly. I always thought it got less windy that once the sun sets. Yeah. It's just it's windiest before the <laughs> before the sunset. Did you it's just always, make a new it's phrase? It's always windiest before the sunset instead of it's darkest always darkest before, before, the dawn. before dawn. Yeah. <laughs> there uh, you go. That's a new uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. Let's do it. Windiest before the. <laughs> Whatever. Sunset, Sunset, is that what you said? <laughs> I'm super distracted. There's that a lot should be your on. first tattoo. You know, I've been thinking a lot about that. What should be my first tattoo? Mm. I think you're the wrong person to ask because you were like very advanced in your tattooism. <laughs> <laughs> tattooism. <laughs> um, you your tattooishness. I think you got to find something that really matters, obviously, that you're going to want to live with. For the rest of your life, unless you go get it lasered, but that's more painful. I'm not playing that. No. Like, I I feel like that is some real quitter shit. I'm sorry. If you have a tattoo and you've had it lasered off and I don't understand your story, I'm sorry if you're offended by that. I just, I feel like if you get a tattoo, then you need to be committed to, you know. Unless it was like a prison tattoo. Well, that that's, that's a stage of your life. That's a part of you. Yeah. Okay. That's what, what tattoos are about, right? It is supposed to be infallibly permanent. What about a reformed Naziist? 
Okay, Nazi. Well, well, I'm not talking about Skinhead. those people because they they were Nazis. <laughs> so, and, and 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 to my point, should they even be allowed to remove those? Once a Nazi, always a Nazi. Well, I'm not saying you can't change your mind about some really fucked up shit, but true. You know, maybe we need to know that there was a time when you would have done some pretty horrendous things in the name of neo-Nazism or yeah, you know, whatever. Did you watch Sons of Anarchy? Nah, I couldn't get past it. Oh, I couldn't man. get past like the first couple of episodes. Like these guys, these douchebags with their with their douchebag bullshit. I just couldn't. I don't know. These guys are trying to be like real hardcore, but they're just they're not coming off. They don't seem legit. I know some pretty hardcore people, and these guys, they, they were weren't. not it. So I, it just it was a hard pass for me. So the re- the reason that came to mind is because if you left the mo- the part of the initiation when you got your whatever they call it cut, I think. They would give you a big tattoo on your back of the, you know, the the reaper with the thing and skull and shit. The sickle. Yeah, the sickle and the reaper. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. you know, you know, you know. I haven't seen the show, but I know what the Grim Reaper carries. Yeah, okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> For harvesting those souls. If you ever got the boot out of, you know, oh, SOA. Oh, no. Did they have to cut off your back? No, they burn it. Ooh. Yeah. So there was one guy, there was one episode where the dude messed up so badly and no no that actually they did it twice they did it to two different guys on the show and they burn them with a cutting torch it's it's brutal to watch what would be worse do you think oh i love this game um having your back torched off with a propane torch or what have you uh-huh or having your back filleted, <laughs> removing that piece of skin that has that entire back length tattoo on it. Which one would actually be worse? They both sound absolutely horrendous, so good luck. Good luck, Lucas. I'm, I'm thinking that might be a coin toss. Coin toss? Really? Yeah. Okay, well, let's, let's go deeper. Let's go medically. Which one would be harder to recover from medically? Um, I'm going to go with removing a large piece of your epidermis. Yeah, I think you're that probably would right. probably be. Although you kill it, a massive burn over the surface of your back—that's yeah. not going to be anything to snub your nose at either. No, and that, <laughs> no, I'm with you. Yeah, and you—I mean, the infection is probably just as susceptible on I don't both. Know. I don't know. We'd have to get a a, a dermatologist. That's Maybe the, that seems further than dermatology, though. Uh, That's like trauma care. An That's internist. An internist. <laughs> like <laughs> the person that works for free? And then, don't <laughs> no. interns work for free? Internal medicine. Oh. I, <laughs> haven't you ever heard of an internist? No. I, no. Really? <laughs> I, I thought an intern worked for free or <laughs> for far less pay than everyone else. kind of intern. <laughs> <laughs> so the next time you go to the hospital and they're like... We're going to send you to an internist. You're going to be like... You son of a bitch. I have insurance. (laughs) Don't you do this to me. (laughs) God damn it. My entire back is missing. (laughs) I don't need an internist. I'm trying to change my life and you're trying to kill me. I don't need someone out here working for five fifteen an hour. <laughs> I want the $500 an hour doctor. Help me. Ugh. Rhonda. 
Help me around. Help, help me around. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. Now you got that shit stuck in my head. Thanks I know. a lot, Lucas. I know. Get her out of my mind. Okay. You know the one I always had in my head from a kid? The uh, What Would You Rather? This one's really nasty, though. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm, we were just talking about some pretty dark shit, actually. Okay. Would you rather slide down a real-life slide that's just a razor blade. So essentially, you, you kind of think you might be cut in half, right? Okay, so you're sliding like up your ass crack? No, you're sliding? just sliding down a razor blade. It's one razor blade. One razor blade. Where's like, it supposed huge. to go? I don't it's know. It's in your ass crack, Lucas. It's one. You got to straddle it. No, you're gonna slide on your back like a kid, you know? Okay, <laughs> but it's still there's gonna be a Kay. lot of area. Kay. It's getting decimated by this razor inside <laughs> your butt. It's going to be bad. Yeah. That's number one. Okay, how long is this slide? I don't know. I well, don't have matters. the details. Of because, course I mean, it matters. Because, I mean, if it's five feet long, I might just get out with a larger ass crack. <laughs> if it's Wait. a mile long, it's going to cut through my brain. Dude, you'd have an ass crack up to your Abdullah Ambanada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... My mama says alligators is ornery because they ain't got no... Hands or what? What did he say? I don't know. Because they're omnivore. It's their mandula omblongata. That's the only Mandula. reason I know what that is is from, from that movie, uh, Waterboy. Water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or would you rather swim through a pool of snot? Yeah, bro, snot. <laughs> yeah, bro, snot. I mean. I might get a bad head cold from the second one. The other one might give me a ass crack that goes up to the top of my skull or worse. You know what my first thought was the very first time I heard that? I was like, who's collecting all the snot? <laughs> Where did they get this mucus? Is it one person's lifetime of snot? It's like some Star Trek, Star Wars animal that produces a shit ton of snot. Oh, that's the only oh. hot. This is no, I think I might have pulled it. Yeah. Luckily, I mean, I was, I'm holding on to this little string. <laughs> like it's going to save you? Yes. I, then I don't go flying away with so, this. Listen, so far my theory has been correct. Like, it's, it's getting, getting worse. worse. <laughs> but your hair is getting better. So is it? I, I don't know. Awesome. <laughs> it actually is getting better because I had the COVID and my hair fell out. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. We talked about I that. I lost so much in hair and then uh, it grew back. But I thought, I, thought it, I thought that was it. I was like, this luscious hair that I've managed to keep, it's, it's really, it's the only thing I've got going for me physically. Hey, that's kind of what I'm I think. I'm short, I'm yep. fat, I'm ugly, but I at, least oh got, at least I got hair, right? Yep. <laughs> so whenever that started to fall out, I'm like, well, this is it. I might as well go sliding down a giant razor blade into a pool of snot. Oh, I never combined them. <laughs> That would be rad. <laughs> no, it wouldn't, Lucas. <laughs> that would be awful. I kind of feel like you, both of them, you're not going to survive very easily. Well, how are you not going to survive the pool of mucus? Like, really, that's not that bad. What if it's a 30-foot pool of music, mucus, and the rule is you have to make it one try, and that's it? Okay. Do, do you swim? Do you know how to swim? Yeah. That okay. shit's thick. Do, okay. But whenever you do swim, do you... Suck the water in? No, but I'm gonna have to if it's 30 feet. No, you're not. No. 
Dude, you're not gonna move. It's like pudding. I could swim through pudding. I would like to swim through pudding. I wouldn't want to swim through pudding. I can hate pudding. You could eat it. I'm not eating any pudding. Unless you could. <laughs> I you hate could eat pudding. The pudding. I hate pudding mostly just because of its name. Really? It sounds so stupid. I thought you were gonna say you hate it because of Bill I, Cosby. I, <laughs> Before I put my spoon into the pudding, I use the Cosby condom. <laughs> that's a, that's a skit from somewhere. I can't remember the source. That's funny. It was pretty funny. Cosby condom. And that 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 skit was way before all the the negative Bill Cosby Coming stuff out. came out. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's back when you could joke about Bill Cosby and everybody's like, oh, and now you joke about Bill Cosby and I think some people are like, Ew, uh. yeah, <laughs> really? <laughs> he really might do that. Yeah, I don't know. Whew. What is this podcast episode getting called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you notice I started you naming rather? them. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you rather? Okay. Would I like you that. rather? Yeah. We need another one though. Calm down, Andrew. You don't have to think about this one. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas just spelled it out for you. That was pretty quick on your part. Cheers. I, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it just comes to me. You know? Uh, oh, God. She, she found a new friend. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> yes. Winning. I tried to get her to recruit Taylor Swift over here, but she wouldn't buy it. Um, is that chick 21? She's mean gone that little now. kid I don't know with where the long is. hair? Yeah. She was really pretty. She was. Oh, I see her. She's got kids. Yeah. She's definitely old enough to come talk to us. Oh, totally. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know. I just saw I saw a pretty girl, but I didn't do a full assessment, you know? Oh. So now I've done the full assessment. And now yeah. you work the math out. Yeah. Okay. So we can have her on, talk about her latest single. <laughs> yes. Let's do or it. Or if she's single. Or if she's single. Right. Yeah. That go- goes with the conversation. <laughs> Tell me about your tattoo. Uh-oh. Oh, yes! Oh, nice. Okay. We have 10 more gallons. We are good. Oh, that thing runs on propane. Yes, sir. Oh, you thought there was just a random propane bottle out in case somebody wanted to I grill? I didn't really know why the propane was next to the generator. I just knew it was there. Shout out to the folks! Uh, <laughs> shout out to the folks at Mass for uh, letting us hang out. Yeah, and uh, we brought a uh, apparently a pretty powerful generator. I didn't know it could do this. It's running the whole outdoor everything. That's awesome. <laughs> you didn't even. How old is that thing? It's brand new. It's brand new. What'd you buy it for? Uh, it was a gift. Oh. Yeah. After snowpocalypse, yeah. the the Morgan's parents decided that we needed a, a generator at the house. So that's that was my Christmas gift. Okay, okay. And uh, it's uh, pretty badass, it turns out. Just don't run it inside the car when you're driving. Tip. Yeah. Yeah, good, <laughs> good life hack. Little uh, CO2 emissions going on there, you know? Yeah, you would not want to do that. No. Um, I mean, I, you could grill in your car, though. Now, I did not bring this thing here to do what it's doing. I what? brought it here to run our shit okay. at, at the Fort Worth Roots booth. Um, Luckily, we're just plugged into... Uh, yeah, it's all battery. battery. Oh, yeah. How Never cool mind. is that? 
I was gonna make a bad joke. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I want to hear it now. I was just gonna say my ever-expanding gut. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fumes I, I put off have uh, fueled this podcast. <laughs> okay. Brought to you by. Are you feeling gassy? Is that where this came from? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm, I'm thrown off. Like, but that's what I was going with. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the, they. Uh, I, I don't know what the situation was, but apparently they didn't have a power solution for the outside band. So how did they? I, not? I don't know. But when I got here, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna. If that's cool, use your generator." I was like, "That should be okay." Um, um, how much shit is plugged into that? Everything thing? is plugged into that. Is that not like, insane? Yeah. What were they gonna do? Just you know, run a power cord? I don't or know. Eighteen of them? I have no idea. Um, but I'm just so impressed with that generator. <laughs> yeah. Um, not sure where they got it. I'd give a shout out to the company, but I can't read the label from here. It looks like a DeWalt. Ah, it does look like a DeWalt, but I don't think it's a DeWalt. No? No. Oh. Um, we, we had opened the fence up so that it would brace it because the wind was blowing this away, and now it's blowing that away. Um, I'm going to go ahead and cancel this recording, and I'm going to go address that issue. Okay. <laughs> cancel the recording. And there you have it. Was there any point to that, Lucas? Really? <laughs> well, I told you we were going to do some recordings, and by God, we did. We got two out of Lucas that day. So, and uh, yeah, you got some explaining to do. Next time you come out, we're, we're going to get the full account of what happened to you at that QT stop, that little gas station down the street. There's a story there that must be told. Uh, Jeffrey Friedman uh, with Uncle Toasty and Mean Motor Scooter, thank you very much for being on the show. Benjamin Maker, John Thummel. Uh, guys, get that website up, and we'll put it in the show notes. Thank you all for being uh, on the show for a little bit and telling us a little of your story. You guys got to come back and tell us what else you're getting into. Joe Guzman, again, cr- congratulations on an incredible event. Uh, let's do it bigger and better next year. Picnic Lighting, you guys, I, I hope you found good use for those BOGOs, and uh, let, let's get you back on the show as quick as possible. Uh, Picnic Lighting. And then Lucas Peterson again. I'm, I'm just kind of reading through the roster make sure I don't miss anything. Ryan Higgs, Staff at Mass. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys were incredible. Uh, there's so many people that uh, put some incredible energy into this. You know, They really poured their hearts and souls into it. But the people at Mass, they were, they were on the clock. And they were running around fixing stuff and making sure that nobody... Uh, wanted for anything and uh, I thank you for allowing Fort Worth Roots to be there and uh, giving us some space um, I, I mentioned this in my recording with uh, Jeffrey Friedman but I would I'm sitting there with uh, Ryan outside of the main doors there and there's a little smoke area and I told Ryan hey we're you know trying this idea we want to come out and do a recording with uh, Apuk the Destroyer. Could could we set up here at the, the little smoke station? They got a little smoke pit out there. And uh, he's like, well, no, I don't like that idea. <laughs> and at the time, I'm like, well, okay. But he was right. That would have been absolutely terrible. And Ryan had an idea uh, for how everything was going to get set up and um, gave me space. Didn't charge me anything. Gave me space to uh, set up out of the way so that I wasn't sitting in front of the, the speakers and um, th- probably the best spot to do recordings really is not a good spot to do a recording in that parking lot as we found but um, I think all in all those recordings came out okay pretty okay so uh, Ryan thank you uh, for allowing us to be there 
who else? We we need to thank Jessica Waffles again because she uh, took some took some pictures of us uh, and put us in her coverage for the psychedelic Panther. So Jessica, thank you very much for that. Y'all go check out for uh, excuse me Waffles Weekly on Facebook, and uh, I'll I'll try to drum up some more uh, links for Jessica in the show notes. There's a lot of information today, um, so the, the show notes are going to be pretty lengthy. But if you're looking for links to our guests today uh, or any information that I might have covered in this, look in the show notes. And uh, if I missed anything and you need help finding it, you can uh, send me an email, media at fortworthroots.com. Um, sincerely, I am trying to make sure that I get better and better at this every time I, I do a new episode. Uh, this one here, this is uh, not a one-off because we, we intend to do more in the future where we go to events and do things like this. And uh, we have uh, one other uh, episode where we did something similar. Now the audio quality in that one I think was also pretty uh, spotty because we had a lot of ambient noise in that one. It was the uh, Sunday uh, Playground with uh, Joe Savage. He's doing a singer-songwriter uh, thing there. Uh, no longer doing that. Um, but it was a cool opportunity to sit down with multiple people and uh, it was kind of crazy. It was trial by fire, that one. And this one here, I uh, felt much more comfortable doing multiple recordings. I'm getting better at just, you know, no information, no notice, recording with people and, and being able to keep the conversation going. Um, honestly, these. Uh, individual recordings that we did um, there was very minimal editing um, and I'm, I'm stepping away from the idea that it needs to be uh, well the, uh, the the pauses yeah, there's one there I'm not going to take that out <laughs> uh, I was I was doing it where I would take out as many pauses as possible uh, because I thought the note of a good podcast episode were, were uh, the lack of gaps you know uh, aside from the general audio quality just being as as good as I could make it but uh, also had a um, a listener cue me in that uh, it's anxiety inducing whenever I do that so. Uh, immediately, the very next episode, I I quit doing that. I quit taking the uh, I, I quit automatically taking the pauses out because I I can do that. I can select the entire file and run it through a filter that removes all of the dead space, and that apparently is not a good idea. So, all that to say, your input is uh, very valued, and if you ever have any kind of input, uh, whether it's something critical of the way I speak or um, maybe I repeat something too much and it's driving you crazy um, or just the way I'm editing the uh, the episodes. Now, other podcasters and people inside the audio engineering uh, are going to pick up on, on stuff that uh, you as just a, a, a recreational listener are not going to pick up on. But anybody that's inside kind of the, the biz, I did the air quotes too, um, they're, they're going to pick up on stuff and they're going to know uh, what I'm doing wrong in my post-editing or whatever. So um, if you do have any tidbits for me, um, let me know. And if you have an idea of how I could have handled the, uh, the event better, or maybe a format that I could have chosen um, for, for recording with multiple guests, I'm open uh, to those suggestions. So please let me know. MediaFortWorthRoots.com is the email, and you can hit me up Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Don't actually don't hit me up on Twitter because I might never see it. But everything else, I'm very attentive to. So, all right, is that it? No, that's not it. There's so much more. 
I wanted to give a shout out to the the gentleman over there at the Funky Panther Podcast for inviting us out to an event. And I'm scrolling through my phone here trying to find it for you real quick. But we got together with a bunch of local creators, uh, Fort Worth creators, at this event. And it was put on by uh, our podcast buddies at um, Funky Panther. And I'm looking, I'm looking, I don't see it. Here it is, I found it. Okay, we were at the Kemp, hmm. yeah, Kempton Harper. Uh, that's a hotel. I think it's a hotel downtown. Anyway, uh, we were on the 24th floor, and and it was put on by the Funky Panther and Quirks in Cowtown. Let's see what Quirks in Cowtown is. Quirks in Cowtown, best radio personality. Quirks in Cowtown is a podcast. Okay, I did not know that. Um, I did not do a lot of research whenever I got into this, but Quirks in Cowtown is another podcast that I'm going to have to check out. They were uh, instrumental in putting this event together. Uh, podcast and PBR, that was May 12th, and uh, there must have been a hundred people in that room. Maybe not quite, but close to it. And um, it was just a cool event. And I'm I'm really digging this thing where I'm I'm getting out in the public. I'm meeting other people that are creating stuff. And I actually brought a couple of people to this event myself uh, because it was more or less open to the public. And uh, so I brought along uh, two fellow podcasters that that I'd been networking. I tried to get Lucas out there, but he was busy. Um, but just a good good time. So. You're going to see a lot more of that coming through the Fort Worth Roots uh, Facebook page and our Instagram and TikTok. Just uh, collaborating, hanging out, talking to people. And uh, we're going to actually be trying to put something together too. Uh, Myself and uh, Sam Esquivel from the Failed Podcast. He's got a space down there in uh, the 7th Street area. And we're going to try to get that ironed out to where we can have our own little get-together with uh, podcasters inside the area. Big shout out to Stephen Trome from the Tromatics, a local band here in Fort Worth. They just got a little bit of acknowledgement on 97.1, the Eagle. Looks like the Eagle had them on their lineup for May 15th, so that would have been yesterday. Today for me, but yesterday, since you're listening to this on Monday. Uh, they played Rocket in Flight on 97.1, the Eagle. That's pretty awesome. I guess this is a thing they do called the Eagle Rocks Loud and Local. And I don't know that this reoccurs every Sunday, but this one was Sunday at 11 p.m. You might want to check that out. Congratulations to the Traumatics. Last night, me and a friend went to check out compliments of the downtown Cowtown at the Isis uh, Theater, the uh, Michael Jackson show. They had a Michael Jackson tribute cover, whatever you want to call it. Dude comes out on stage dressed up in Michael Jackson gear. There's probably about eight different wardrobe changes and uh, he entertained us for an hour and a half, and I didn't know somebody could moonwalk for an hour and a half. That has got to be exhausting. I came home, tried it in the kitchen, and uh, turns out I cannot moonwalk. It's not as easy as it looks, but an incredible performance out there. I really, I, I really need y'all to go check out Downtown Cowtown at the Isis Theater. Uh, we did a full episode uh, talking about this thing with Jeffrey Smith. I think that was like episode 60. I cannot remember offhand, um, but just a... a a, a place rich with history and I'm so glad that somebody took charge and brought this thing back from the grave um, but now it's beautiful you'd never know it was in any other condition but perfect and they're putting on just in one awesome show after another during the week and uh, uh, anytime I think that they're not doing shows like this they've got old classic movies that they play on the big screen some of them aren't even that old we went and saw Twister uh, a few weeks ago and uh, it's, it's just incredible. And, and the way they put it together, you're not just watching a movie. They, they have a whole presentation. They play 
old commercials for you. There's a old Six Flags commercial that they play at the beginning. Uh, I don't know that that'll be there uh, whenever you go to check it out, but whenever we went and saw Twister, they had an old Six Flags commercial playing, and it it's just it's wild to see stuff like that. But they've done a good job of making it very nostalgic, uh, as well as entertaining and exciting. So. You need to go check that out. And May 26th, this is the one I'm most excited about currently, um, at the downtown Cowtown at the ISIS, John Wayne Day, Fort Worth, Texas, Thursday, May 26th. Um, and the lineup for this is it's all John Wayne. starts at 11.15 with Stagecoach. At 2, they're playing McClintock. Fifth, uh, excuse me, 5 p.m., they're playing the Green Beret. Uh, and then at 8, they played the Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Now, that one I've never seen. I've never even heard of that. I don't even know if I pronounced it correctly. These screenings are complimentary with the purchase of a snack and a drink. You can't beat that. I might just be there all damn day. It sounds like a good time. May 26th, down in the stockyards, downtown Cowtown at the Isis Theater. And, by the way, they have two incredible bars. Uh, You can hear more about that story uh, in our interview with Jeffrey Smith, the owner. Um, but two really awesome uh, vintage handcrafted bars. And at these bars, they have um, adult beverages that you can enjoy. Or not, whatever. Um, but great. And a really friendly staff. Go check it out. Downtown Cowtown at the ISIS. And I think their website is downtowncowtown.com. Shout out to our uh, our new Facebook friend, Chris Friday, who took some really incredible shots of us at the Whiskey Garden uh, West 7th location for the summer kickoff pool party with Sugar Baby Snow Cones. Uh, they had a bikini contest out there. It was wild as hell. We got invited by our buddy Royal to uh, to attend and just kind of hang out and take pictures and videos. Had a great time. Met some cool people. Uh, I'm trying to get um, Miss Fort Worth 2020 to do a episode with us. I thought that would be fun to hear about that. She's a, a registered nurse at an acupuncture clinic and uh, heavily involved in the uh, goings-ons at Seventh uh, Street. They have like a whole group down there where they set up events and stuff. And I'd like to hear how the how the hell you you fall into a, a contest that lands you the title of Miss Fort Worth 2020. So that might be cool. Our buddies at Squad STX are hard at work uh, down in Dinosaur Valley State Park. That's just outside of Glen Rose. And um, you've heard me talk about Squad STX for a while now. But uh, just recently started putting up new videos. And I, I don't know if that's uh, because they got events going on where people are uh, out there camping and playing laser tag with the all-boys camping ages 10 to 16. I think it's 10 to 16. Um, but... Really cool stuff. Glad to see that they're doing well. And you can find all their information at squadstx.com. And you can also get your boys outside. Uh, Go check that out. It's a program put together by uh, Army Infantry Officers uh, as an alternative to uh, programs or outfits like Boy Scouts. So check that out, squadstx.com. A quick PSA for anybody that has been on the show, musicians, authors, uh, indie filmmakers, whatever you do, if you have a new project coming out, if you have an event scheduled, if you're going to be gigging somewhere and uh, you want me to share that on social media, I'm here to do that. Now, there are things that slip through my fingers and I don't catch it. Um, I'm busy like you are. You know, you've got things to do. I've got things to do. But if you see me not sharing your stuff, it's because um, Facebook has 
somehow in its algorithms decided to stop sharing your stuff with me. Um, and I know that because I will go into my friends list and find you and check up like, oh, I haven't heard from this person in a while. And then I see a ton of stuff that I've missed. So, and I'm not going to share it after the fact. That doesn't make any sense. So, um, if you see me not share something on Fort Worth Roots and you want me to, either tag me or send it to me directly. I am happy to promote you. That's uh, 90% of what I'm here for, is to make sure that I promote the musicians, the artists, the uh, entrepreneurs that have been on this show. I want to see you guys succeed, and anything I can do to help, I am here for you. So, all right. Is that it? Did I do all the things? Um, let me just say one last time, thank you to everybody that was involved with Psychedelic Panther. Um, that it was great. And I, I know that everybody in, involved is, is proud of, of how that went. Um, there's a fear. <laughs> Anytime you do something like that, that it's just going to go tits up and just be, waste everyone's time. And now you're embarrassed and it was awful and you're never going to do this again. But that didn't happen. Quite the opposite. So congratulations again, Joe. Uh, what an incredible event. And uh, sincerely looking forward to being involved with uh, next year's event as well. And the last note, I've got um, two episodes that I'm releasing today to be ready for you Monday, uh, 16th of May. Uh, 82, Psychedelic Panther coverage, and then 83 is with Apuk the Destroyer. I was trying, I told you earlier in this episode, I was trying to figure out how to format this with all the recordings that I have going. Um, and these guys were the reason that I came out to the show in the first place. So I'm giving them their own episode. We recorded longer with them than most people. And uh, anyway, that, that'll keep this episode from reaching three hours. <laughs> and uh, I just I felt like it was the right thing to do. So, And I'm not going to make you wait for it. So uh, yeah, all good stuff. So 82 is with Apuk the Destroyer. Um, excuse me, Jesus. So episode 82 is going to be Psychedelic Panther. And then 83 will be with Apuk the Destroyer. And then uh, next Monday, we got Max Cusin. It's a young dude that is doing some cool stuff. His stage presence is incredible. Uh, the name of their band is The Gray. And uh, he met me at the home studio uh, to do a little recording and, and just kind of tell us um, about his, his journey. So that's, that's going to be a fun one. Okay, that's it out of me. Thank you all so much for being here. And uh, I will see you next. Well, I'll see you here in a little bit if you're going to episode 83. Other than that, I'll see you next week. All right, see ya. Bye.